Howdy, everybody. Another week is here, and we're going to start off wishing a very happy birthday to my co-host, who isn't here, (laughs) but I wanted to make sure, and I don't know if he's listening to these shows while he's taking his time off or not, but just in case he is, Andrew, my my partner in this, dude, uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, I know it's not fun getting older now that we're in our 30s. Um, it sucks. But I want to make sure that uh, we that I wish you a happy birthday. And, and for all of our listeners out there, if you follow him on Twitter, you know, maybe shoot him a little thing. You'll be listening to this, and his birthday will have been yesterday. But you still, wish him a happy birthday. Uh, Andrew, if I could, you know, if I could find out how to get one, uh, I can tell you exactly what I would get you for your birthday. Okay, are you ready? I would absolutely get you a Baby Yoda. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Common Ground Football Podcast, episode 79. Week 12 of the NFL season is upon us. Brian McLaughlin, the Seahawks fan of the show, is here, and uh, we're just moving right along, getting closer and closer to the playoffs, and uh, both of our teams, the Cowboys and the Seahawks, are still very much in it. Uh, Cowboys leading their division, uh, Seahawks very much in the wild card and with a chance uh, at the NFC West, so uh, the ending of this season, the last you know, five, six weeks, whatever we got left. We got till 17. Uh, they're going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. In this episode, I do have a couple of guests with me since Andrew is still out. Uh, I brought back both Dennis and Dean. Uh, they did two episodes ago. They did great for me. So I'm going to keep this intro super short because, of course, like the last time, they went, we went a little long because I just love talking to those guys. So uh, what are we going to do? I'm going to start it off. I got Dean. He's going to talk about the Cowboys game last week because I unfortunately was unable to watch it and I just read articles about it. So uh, he's a true Cowboys fan. So I I wanted his input on what he saw in their win in Detroit. And then I'm going to have him talk about the game coming up this week, which is in New England against the Patriots. Uh, Another team I can't freaking stand. So two, two, two teams that I can't, that I don't like are going to play a game. And unfortunately, one of them has to win. I mean, I guess they could tie, but one of them will end up winning, but I'm going to have him talk about that game. And then I have a couple other things that I wanted to bring up with him and uh, get his thoughts on the Seahawks. And then uh, something else um, that I also bring up with Dennis from Ohio, who we're going to talk. Uh, he's going to do the NFL news with me this week. Um, Kaepernick being the big story. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some uh, international games, thoughts on those. Miles um, Garrett and his ridiculous uh, antics at the end of the Thursday night game. And then uh, because he's a Niners fan, we're going to talk Niners and what they did against Arizona and push, push that into an NFC West update and how important that win was for the Niners who are hoping to uh, keep the Seahawks you know, a game behind them as they, as they go for the division title. But our Seahawks are, are nipping at their heels, man. They're right there. So, um, And then he is going to do game picks with me this week because – uh, he's been accused uh, by a few, maybe me, of possibly doing a little bit of cheating. 
I know he doesn't, but the dude is, you know, he's he's damn good at the game picks on Pigskin Pick'em. So he's leading that right now. And it was brought up this week that uh, someone wants to know, I think, and you'll see her comment on Twitter, uh, how he does it. You know, we all want to know how he does it. So he explains a little bit about that. Um, and then I will preview the Seahawks game. There's not much to say except for to go over a couple of things as they head to Philadelphia to play a, a 10 a.m. game this week. I'll talk about that and get you guys out of here. So without further, further, without further ado, um, let's jump right into the Cowboys part of this show. And, uh, well, here we go. All right, so my buddy Dean Giles from the Podskier podcast is back with me again. Also from How Are You Now podcast, if you're a Letterkenny fan. He was on a couple episodes ago. He's also a gigantic Cowboys fan living in the Pacific Northwest. I think him and Andrew are the only two. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> is, that, is that your fanfare? That's right. <laughs> Round of uh, applause for Dean well, Giles, everyone. The, the, yeah, the uh, the week before was more. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, it is you know it's 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 Andrew, myself, and my son. I think that's about well, it. Well, and then of uh, course Chelsea, Andrew's wife. So you got like four of yeah. you. So there's like yes. four of you in the Pacific Northwest that are actually well, Cowboys fans. I don't think I brought this up before, but I can't. When I moved out here, I got uh, tickets to go see uh, the Seahawks and Cowboys play. Uh, I think it was a Monday. It was a Monday night game here, and uh, at at the time, I was there, uh, Fort Worth Star Telegram had a had a uh, online. Uh, it was like a bulletin board system for talking about to talk about Cowboys stuff, and one of the one of the writers said. Hey, we're looking at doing uh, a piece on Cowboys and Cowboys fans in enemy territory. I said, well, I'm one of them and I'm going to the Monday night game. <laughs> they said, <laughs> we'll send a photographer there. And they, so they interviewed me. They took pictures of me in my office with all my Cowboys gear. And they, when we were going out, uh, so this was really before, you know, the, the Seahawks were, were getting good. So Wit Network was this covering you? This was the Fort Worth Star Telegram, the, the newspaper. Okay. Yeah, so so <laughs> they wanted me to be walking down and into the stadium into like a bevy of Seahawks fans, but I kept walking into bevies of Cowboys fans and Cowboys fans and a Seahawks fan, and <laughs> so it was uh, it, at that time the, the Seahawks weren't there weren't they weren't like what they are now, so the you know the Legion of Boom at that time was not a thing. So because yeah, what, uh, what year was this? So this was 2003, I think 2003, okay. 2004. So yeah, it was right around there. So it was, uh, it was an interesting, it was an interesting time. And I've, I got my, you know, I got my picture in the paper and everything. So that was kind of cool. So <laughs> but, yeah, it, the, the Seahawks have completely, have done a 180. I mean, the, and fan base and all that stuff. It has, uh, it, it has changed wholeheartedly since i've uh moved up here yeah well yeah it's a little different now for sure a little bit a little little bit bit. just a little bit (laughs) a little bit just a little bit it's changed a lot since i became a fan it's just insane remember i've only been into seahawks football since like 2004 so um yeah it's changed a lot even since then so yeah um all right so let's get right into it with andrew um 
with Andrew out for a little while, you know, it's good to have you on the show to actually, you know, not, I, I could sit here and talk Cowboys, but I, without like a rooting interest, I just sound like a guy who's trying to talk Cowboys when I, <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit about the Cowboys. Sorry for all at you least, Cowboys I fans. mean, at least I don't, at least I don't sound like Skip Bayless talking about the Cowboys. <laughs> or Skip Bayless talking about anything, really. Yeah. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's oh, awful. that guy. He's awful. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, enough of Skip Bayless. Yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> so, uh, so Sunday, you we're gonna we'll, we'll we'll have you go through and basically do what I would have Andrew do if he was here. So I'm gonna have sure. you talk. We'll we'll talk about the the Lions game. You got Patriots coming up this week. Yep. Um, and then uh, and then I'll, I'm gonna have you make a pick for this week. Sure. So, uh, but let's start with with the Lions. So yeah. you were it was at Detroit in a stadium that I still hate uh, in in Ford Field. <laughs> It's a pretty stadium. It's a pretty stadium, but that Super Bowl um, forty was lost there, so I, I don't like that place. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, well, the refs, you know, they won that game. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> totally. I agree with you. I, agree, I, I wholeheartedly re- agree with you on that. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so I actually I thought uh, I talked about it on the on the pod uh, last week how this was a a a must win game for Dallas. Oh, yeah, based on what was going on with everything and and the fact that they had just lost to the Vikings and and now you're going into a, a game because of who you play this week in the Patriots um, and looking at what the rest of the division is doing, you needed to beat the Lions. Oh, yeah. It wasn't necessarily pretty no, from wasn't. what I read. I unfortunately uh, was not able to watch it, but you did. Yeah. 35-27. Uh, yep. Tell me about the game. What what happened? What went down? Well, so again, off to a slow start. Um, I don't know what's going on with that, uh, but they need to figure it out. Uh, figure it out. Figure it out. Um, pull your finger out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> there. I don't know what it is. I don't know if the team is in their own head or if the coaches are. I, I, it's hard to determine. Um, I know I've seen them do fast starts this season early on. I don't know what's changed. Um, I don't know if, uh, if, uh, new OC, new OC, the, the guy is, uh, freaking what's his name now. I, I'm totally blanking on your, on uh, your OC, Kellamore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kellamore. Exactly. Uh, it looks like a 14 year old over there. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, he's a smart guy. He's got football IQ. Um, he couldn't. He couldn't be, you know, a number one QB or even really a number two QB, but he's a smart guy and he got us started pretty nicely. Uh, I don't know if he's got enough in his background to be able to stay up on top of what he needs to stay up on top of because it's like they're figuring him out. Fortunately, lately, Dak has uh, very much in, in the mold of, uh, of Russell Wilson has been carrying the team on his back a lot. Um, I mean, this, I would say Dak is definitely an MVP caliber season this year. I mean, this, with this game, he was 29 of 46, 444 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, and even, you know, move the chains with his feet a time or two. Uh, I would have liked to see a little bit more of that, but, uh, he was looking really good there. Um, so the offense, the offense was good in the game, they just really need to assert themselves. They need to throw something that's a little off, you know, out of out of the ordinary to keep the defenses on their toes. Fortunately uh, for them, they're, the defensive line of the Lions is just awful. Uh, so they they gave 
Dak, there was times in there he had like eight seconds in the pocket. So (laughs) when you've got that much time, uh, you know, because they touched him a couple times, but I don't. He was never sacked. So I, I I think I don't think he was ever sacked that I can recall. Uh, But I mean, he made Gallup, uh, you know, uh, a second round wide receiver uh, look like freaking Jerry Rice. He was sacked one time. One time, okay, yeah, ten yard loss. So, right, yeah, and that was near. I th- that was near the end of the game. Yeah, um, so Gallup, though, I mean, he was he caught nine passes, 148 yards, 16 for 16 for a carry. Uh, didn't have a TD, uh, but damn, he looked good. Uh, Cobb obviously got the memo uh, because he, or put the stick him on his hands, whatever he did. But he, he, I think he only dropped one pass that I can recall, because um, uh, he had, he caught four for 115 yards. That's you know that's 28 eight uh, a catch, uh, and got a TD. Uh, and then yeah, like you uh, like we were talking about before, Zeke, his his rushing has been stymied. I don't know. I think that has to do a bit of a bit with them installing new offensive line packages. And there's some miscommunication going on between the the coaching, the coaches, the and what's going on with the offensive line. It's like they're not getting the right kind of push because we know that they can get the right kind of push, but it's just not happening. They're they they they're giving him plenty of time to throw the ball, but not getting giving him any, you know, any push to for to allow Zeke to run. The running that was successful was the speed run from Pollard. Uh, the 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 only thing that Zeke did that was successful, uh, I mean, he did he did make a power run from one yard away to get a touchdown. But then the only thing that was really you know outstanding from him was that one headed catch and running in for a touchdown. Um, so that was you know he had not, you know it was a short screen pass and he just ran it all the way in from there. So Zeke is not. I don't think it's Zeke. I honestly think it's the the move whatever they're trying to do on the offensive line isn't working and they need to figure it out which, um, which is weird because that's been I mean the last couple of years I mean the 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 offensive oh yeah, line has even been this, one of the strengths Yeah, even this year. Uh but now it's like they're it's like almost like they've they're trying to focus too much on passing and not practicing the run protection as much. Uh, getting those gaps open and, you know, cause they've got the guys that can do it. Um, and so I don't know why they're having any problems. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the guys are looking good. Tony Pollard, I mean, for his rushing looked really good. Uh, and he, I mean, it's, and even his passing guy looked like he was, you know, he was making wild catches. It looked like he was, he was a player in Madden with the stuff he was doing. Uh, Blake Jarwin are, uh, you know, He's uh, the backup to Jason Witten, basically, uh, the second tight end. And he's out there looking clutch when he needs to be. Uh, Cooper, uh, he had a really awesome catch right over Darius Slay. It's like Dak threw that ball only where Cooper could catch it. Uh, Because Cooper has probably a good five inches, it looks like, (laughs) on Slay. And he just threw it up high enough where, where Slay could just barely get his fingertips on it, but Cooper has his, he's got his big mitts and he just got it pounded down and got more yardage. Uh, and then even afterwards, Slay was like, that was a damn good catch, man. 
<laughs> so they were kind of chuckling on the sideline, him and Cooper, about it. Uh, but yeah, the defense, though, sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. They are they're missing some on the field leadership, uh, and I think you know that has a lot to do with Tyrone Crawford being gone because he's kind of been the captain of the line. Uh, it's like they're not getting the push up the middle. They did. I think they did that on, they did on one play where they got some good push up the middle where Malik got in and got his hand on, uh, uh, uh what the hell is his name? Uh, it's not Brissett. Uh, Brissett. <laughs> crap. Driscoll. The, uh, the Driscoll. Yeah. Driscoll, uh, Mr. Driscoll. Driscoll. Yeah. Driscoll. Uh, that, uh, he got his hand on him and then uh, uh, Bennett came in there and cleaned up, got the sack. Uh, so, I mean, the, the line and the, uh, the line and the linebackers are really the solid points of the team, except for the defensive tackle positions. They, they need, they need some rotation, some leadership in there that can get in there and call, you know, what's going on. And I think Crawford is the one to do that. They, I think in this upcoming draft, they're going to have to, get another DT, somebody on the D line who can really be mean in the middle. Um, but yeah, they can barely stop the run. Uh, besides Byron Jones, the DBs are all garbage. Um, yeah. Cheeto, Awuzie is easy target every time. If, I mean, we could, we would easily lose every game if they, if every, if they always just picked on Cheeto is Cheeto, he'll get one save, but then he'll give up another five. Yeah. Uh, so he's just, you know, I mean, so our yeah, our lone bright spots on from the game. Where, you know, Jalen Smith had nine solo tackles, uh, Bennett had two sacks, and Quinn had one sack. Um, so for the the stats that we put up, this game should not have been this close, not at all. Uh, I mean, and so our and I, when you score thirty five points, you shouldn't be afraid that you're going to lose. I mean, it was that close, and with a with a rookie quarterback who only got 200 and some odd yards. Uh, so yeah, offense, good defense, really not good. So Boom, there's as awesome and as bummer right there, folks. Exactly. Yeah. So nice. yeah, that's, uh, I say my, my awesome probably is, as really for this game, Dak, he was on it. He was, he was clutch. He was hitting, he was hitting the things that he was supposed to hit, uh, and throwing away where he was supposed to throw away. He wasn't giving up anything. No interceptions, three TDs. Uh, but yeah, as, I mean, overall, the defense is really the bummer right now. And Andrew talked um, as we were going into the season about how he was hoping that you were going to get a continuation of what you saw last season, which was the surprise of such a good defense. Yeah. And and so far this, I mean. The, this season has been, you know, hit and miss. I mean, really and honestly, when you look at the games and the fact that the Cowboys are six and four, it's you got two things happening there because Dak is playing. It's it's crazy that you don't hear his name except for with Dallas fans and media, but yeah. he's not mentioned that much in the MVP conversation when the dude is having a fantastic season. This game adding to those to those numbers. So he's great, but when you've got Zeke, you know, in this game he's only got 45 yards. His one touchdown was receiving touchdown. Yep. He has no, not. He, no, he, 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 no, he ran he ran one in for a touchdown. Oh, I thought from, he was. From, I, oh, I thought from he From like ran. a half a yard away. Oh, okay. He, well, he, he missed the first time. He got it the second time. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, but he still only ran for 45 yards. And, yep. and. 2.8 a carry. Yeah, that's not great. That's not great. 
So when you have that happening and then you have the defense struggling, that that's why they're six and four. And, and it's, it's one of those seasons that right now, obviously you're still in it very much in it. You're leading the division. Yeah. But you're, you're, the team behind you is only five and is five and five and you're six and four. It's not like it's, you're running away with it at this point. Well, I think, I mean, I will also say, you know, he, they didn't give him the ball a lot. So it's like, it's more, it looked more like they were, which didn't make any sense though. Detroit has one of the worst run stopping defenses in the league. They're terrible at it. And yet they only gave him 16 carries. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, so I, you know, I think Zeke does better the more he gets. Uh, but I, I do think that they should have be being the, I don't know if it was Zeke that was having problems or if it was line or what it was exactly. I haven't really studied the tape that much. Do you ever really study the tape? I, I do sometimes oh, I, I get, you. I'll get it. I'll get in there and look at it and, you know, see if see what the line's doing. Uh, there's lots of good guys who are out there, big Cowboys fans who are not fanboys, but actually go out there and study the tape and see, you know, what's Connor Williams doing? What's Lyle Collins doing? You know, who's moving where, where are they supposed to be moving? All those types of things. And I'll look at that and, uh, right alongside it and, and see exactly what they're saying. Um, so it's, there's a lot of that. That's, I think like uh, during the Vikings game that I actually gave up watching partway through because it, it was obvious to me that they were just not, they weren't doing it. They, they were, they had, it's like they gave up early. Um, but they, uh, I, I saw some of uh, the, at the end of the game where they almost had a chance to win it, but the, they had a lineup uh, that they hadn't seen before uh, on the defensive side. So the offensive line sees it and Travis Frederick is like looking and is like, I don't, I don't know what this is. I haven't seen this before. We haven't practiced for this. Let's call a timeout. They didn't call a timeout. They ran the play and Dak ended up getting sacked. So, or no, they handed it off and Zeke ended up getting hit for a loss. So it's like, there's some poor communication going on there uh, with some of the stuff that's happening. And I don't know if that's coming from the OC, if it's coming from Garrett, um, I, I, so I, I honestly, I think the, you know, I don't, I don't know if Garrett's calling plays at all right now. I think it's all Kellen Moore and, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, he, I think he needs some help. He needs some veteran help with what he's doing or somebody needs to help at least, especially with, with, uh, how handling the O line. I, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot to, to have, I mean, you're, like you said, you're like 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're calling your call plays for an NFL team. It's a lot in your first season. And, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe he's overwhelmed. They're definitely calling a different offense for sure. But again, you have a quarterback who's putting up amazing numbers. You have one of the best running backs, arguably in the league and you're not using him. It's, yeah. it's that to me, that's kind of eye opening a little bit. And, and then you have a head coach who's, you know, and, and, and that leads me right into, my next question because we talk about this every week it seems like how hot is garrett's seat i mean if they win this game that's great however they're six and four they every game from here on out means something uh honestly i I think i think he's safe uh unless somebody of there's got to be somebody who can come in that can continue to take this team upwards immediately now i don't know who that would be 
coming off, you know, you know, if it's somebody out of college, because uh, I don't study college at all. Um, you know, I know I've heard some names bandied about, uh, but I don't know them. Uh, I don't know who if I don't know who in the in any existing coaching ranks right now could come in and take over and and do uh, do anything. Uh, I think Jerry is the big hamstring issue with the team. Uh, he's been there from the beginning when the issues happened, and there were different coaches every time. So I I lay most of the blame on Jerry for not doing what he needs to do as a GM. I love blaming Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's fun it's for all, me. I mean, because there, there's times when I mean, yeah, I'll blame the coach, but who hired the coach? Who who hired this dumb like when they had uh, uh, Campo, Dave Campo? And he pulled out three five and one seasons. I mean, the second five and one season. Sh- I mean, halfway through the second five and one season should have been enough to know right there. But no, Jerry's not quick enough on the draw to do the smart thing. You know, he he. he uh, I don't think Garrett is the problem. I I think Garrett needs more ability to do what he needs to do. You know, it's kind of like what Barcells uh, was famous for saying is uh, says. Uh, you know, don't expect me to cook the dinner if you're not going to let me buy the groceries, right? So, <laughs> it's, that's a good it, it's, yeah, and and I think that's kind of you know some of why Parcells left is you know he was he wasn't feeling it ever you know that last season that you know that that he was there just really bothered him and he didn't have enough say so I think Harry you know there was also some issues that Parcells had you know I think he'd kind of gotten old for the for the current game, um, so. And so, yeah, I, I understand bringing guys like Garrett in or, uh, and Kellen Moore and Chris Michard, you know, these guys are young, they have new football minds, uh, and that's what we need. So whoever those new people are, that can come in and do the things that need to be done with this team in order to get them moving properly. I mean, they need somebody to direct them, uh, and, and come up with different ideas for, you know, cause it's like Cowboys can, uh, always, you know, make, you know, I, we're going to go and pound the football and we'll get good yards with the football. They're, they're almost always like that, but there's nothing nuanced about them. Nothing, uh, very creative in their, in their play and their plan. Um, so, and I think they need to do that at least to some extent to throw off uh, what other teams are going to throw at them. So if you're going to throw some weird defensive lineups at us, we're going to throw, we're going to come back and do something weird offensively with you that you haven't seen yet. You know, just throw something new in, you know, one, one or two new schemes uh, in each new game. So something that is not what they've seen before so that we'll screw with them. So it doesn't have to be a lot, just enough to make them question what they're doing. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's, that's what I'm not seeing. And that's what they need. And I think that uh, I think Kellen Moore has the ability to do that. I don't think he's given enough leash to do that. Well, it, we will see. I mean, I I, I kind of buy into the if if the the Cowboys don't make the playoffs, uh, I I feel that Garrett will be will be shown the the door. Honestly, uh, with everything that's gone on and the opportunities he's also had, I think if they lose. Um, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, basically, uh, I could see I could see him I could see Jerry just doing the we're the Cowboys, we have to do this uh, and move on 
Um, yeah. Not that that would necessarily be the right move, but I could absolutely see it happen. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think you do that until you have the definite article in place to replace Garrett. No, I mean, that's what the Haw- the Hawks, you know, the Seahawks, you had Holmgren leave, and all of a sudden we had, you know, uh, Jim Mora Jr. Oh, geez. Yeah. But we had, you know, we had a terrible season. And it normally, obviously, you would give the coach another year at least, but they had, it, it hasn't been proven, but they obviously had Pete Carroll lined up because it was as soon as that season was over, they fired, you know, Jim Mora, and you're like, what? And then it was right away, <laughs> oh, here's a new head coach, Pete Carroll, and we're all going, what? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, you're right. Having somebody lined up, especially for something as big as that job, um, being that it's the Dallas Cowboys, um, I, I still think with with the amount of time that Garrett's had, being in the national spotlight as much as they are, they have to get to the Super Bowl for him to keep his job. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that's going to be it. I mean, I think them they could get to the championships uh, and lose, uh, so they they should get to the NFC Championship. I think that would be uh, Jerry's okay with that, probably. I could see that because um, um, you know I I uh, you know the 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 teams at the top of the NFC. Uh, you know, like let's just say it's Cowboys Seahawks. I mean, they're both good teams, uh, and both good and very and both good and bad in very similar ways. Uh, you know, we we got good quarterbacks. Uh, we got good receivers who can do things. You know, uh, our defenses are a bit, uh, um, <laughs> uh, good running backs. Uh, so I mean, it, so uh, I think you know, just Russell this season especially is making fewer mistakes uh, and hitting his passes. So um, we're at currently, I think thanks to Cobb, mostly we're, the, we're leading the leading le- league in drops. So uh, I think we'd be a lot better uh, m- points wise. If Cobb had, you know, had been using the stick earlier than this week. So <laughs> definitely not one of those stats you want to be leading in. No. Um, okay, so let's let's talk this week then. So I mean, you okay. look at you look at your schedule and um, and you look at the standings in the NFC East. Like mm-hmm. I said, you're the the Cowboys are leading at six and four, but but Philadelphia at yep. five and five. Now the Hawks could help you out this week, and as most would hope or would assume that's going to happen, uh, mm-hmm. Hawks beat the Eagles, and all of a sudden that helps you. Yep. Doesn't make this game as life or death right but and, but yeah, it is the patriots so yeah so the yeah the patriots i mean so looking at this game you know we're uh, currently the the patriots are favored by six and a half um which i can understand they're at home brady is brady they're tough at home uh but they had a really difficult time beating the eagles this this last week um and uh I will say Dallas has a bit better offense than New England. Uh, number one, we're number one in yards per game, whereas New England is number sixteen. Uh, we're even in total points. Basically, Dallas is six, New England is five. Uh, Dak number one in total yards. Brady is number seven. Uh, Dak is number two uh, in QBR, just point two points behind Wilson, and Brady is number fifteen. Uh, on the other side, you know, New England has a really good defense. They allow the fewest points uh, and fewest 
uh, yards per game. Uh, Dallas is number uh, seven and six in those stats. So, I mean, not a huge drop off from there. So, but you know, I think our our offense, our or our offense is good. Their defense is good. Um, but uh, so I think that it's going to. I think the game is probably going to be a lot closer depending on if they, if the Cowboys can get off to a fast start, like, like they've been trying to do. And I hope, hopefully this is, you know, the, because this is the Patriots, they're wanting to make this a, a signature type of game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they want, they want folks to see someone, you know, the Cowboys coming in to play a nine and one team, right. Uh, to uh, go after them. And, uh, and if they can get off to that fast start and hammer away at Brady, uh, cause I, you know, we've got the defensive line to get at Brady, Dallas can win. And I think they, uh, if that, if they do what the, the things that they need to do with, with the fast start, they, they'll win 27, 24. However, if they've been getting, if they get off to a slow start, like they did in the last two games, it's not going to be as favorable. And I think they'll lose 35, 17. Look at it this way too. So, again, I keep you know I brought up Seattle because they're going to play before this game, and so we'll know the Eagles have won or lost before um, this game kicks off. True. So, <clears throat> the Cowboys, if the, if the Eagles lose and go to five and six, this is one. This is the game when you look at the rest of the schedule that they can. I don't want to say afford to lose, but if they if you lose to a, a Patriots team that's got the defense that they do it it's mm. it isn't it isn't so much uh a, a bad thing necessarily but just because you you do have one tiny little cushion above the above the eagles and the fact that you you know hold a tiebreaker right now yeah. and, and all that good stuff now if the eagles somehow beat the seahawks and all of a sudden they're six and five you guys lose mm. and you're six and five and the only reason that you keep that top spot is because of that tiebreaker and you still have to play them once mm. it puts things a little too close for comfort uh but luckily when you look ahead to what they have they get the bills at home bills have dropped off and you know they started the season pretty well and they yeah. drop off then you get the bears and the bears are terrible the rams yeah. are a complete disappointment you get the eagles in philadelphia but with the, with the rams here's the thing with the rams though uh the rams have good pass catchers. Yes. We have a crap secondary right now with the exception of one guy. So if they're going over the top and plus they've got girl, we're not stopping the run very well right now either. So if they're, I mean, if they're keeping it, you know, underneath, then, you know, our, our defensive line and linebackers will take care of things. I I'm afraid of Gurley. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be we're too worried about Gurley. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's, he's, he's a manster. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I, I do worry about those passes. You know, I, I know that they don't let, they try not to let them get anything behind them. So they'll give them a long play, but they're not going to get any much yards after catch, but they'll still give up a lot of yards that way. So that's, that's the kind of stuff I, I worry about. Right. I, uh, and I, and I think when you're playing, you know, do your division. So you're, you're, you're playing, we're playing the Eagles, you know, uh, I think, Things are kind of, you know, the stats kind of go out the window in, 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 a, in a way, you know, because we took care of them last time. I think we can take care of them again in, in Philadelphia. But um, I think it's really, the, it's 
what it's the this last part of the season, you know, when we're getting into Thanksgiving, because the, the thing that I worry about is what are we going to do for to prepare for New England? Are we going to go all out? Or because, you know, we're, we're playing on Sunday, then we go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and play right back at home on Thanksgiving Day, right? Exactly. Uh, Short week. So, yeah, exactly. Short week. And then, fortunately, the next game we play again is on a Thursday. So we get a week off. <laughs> we get a week in between, at least on that way. Uh, but, yeah, the the concern in that case is, you know, do we, do we go all out against New England or do we go in simple and say, you know, we're just going to go with our – with our standard book, we're going to pound the run as much as we can, and we're going to take our passes where we can get them, or are we going to throw something nuanced in there, uh, which they should have been doing all along, uh, and and get those points to kind of make up for what our defensive, defense is lacking. It will be, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm looking at numbers and like uh, for the game and what, you know, New England allows what Dallas allows, and and God, I mean, New England's defense is just no matter what, passing, running, they mm-hmm. defend it well. They only yep. give up, they only give up ten point eight points per game. I mean, that's for Brady. It's it's crazy when you think about it. One, obviously, the Patriots have had a cake schedule. I've talked about that. Two, yep. they they play in a division that has been garbage for a decade, and that's one of the reasons why the Patriots have always been in the playoffs. And and allow you know, but obviously they get the playoffs and they do their thing. So they have those two things going for them, and you have Brady who is absolutely finally showing his age. But wouldn't you wouldn't you know it? The second that he's starting to show his age, that's when they put a defense behind (laughs) that that is playing pretty damn good, and so they don't have to depend on Brady, and they can just you know get a couple of scores and hope their defense holds because the defense has only given up less than 11 points a game. Yeah. I mean, I will say that, you know, I, I, I haven't really seen much of a running game from new England. Uh, um, 90. So 90, what are they doing? So 91 yards a game, basically. Yeah. So not super impressive. Nope. Um, you know, especially against their competition. It's so it's, uh, you know, I think we can, I think we basically will will probably just be rushing four mostly, uh, and then every now and again throw a slip a slip a DB back there to try to you know keep him uh, keep him honest. Uh, but I you know uh, he's got uh, what's his name back Edelman still right, uh, who's sure handed as the day is long. Uh, I think we've got to you know we got to squash him between you know uh, a safety and and. Uh, and a and a quarterback just to make sure that you know he's not getting anywhere. Yeah, and they'll, you know? they'll the Patriots will do what they do. They'll they'll dink and dunk it in the middle of the yep. field, short passes. Brady doesn't have much of a long ball anymore, so it, it's going to be those chunk plays of of six yards here and and yeah. seven you know seven five like just in the middle little you know short passes get your first downs. But that's what they do, and it's annoying. And but yeah. that's I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that they the defenses. Uh, I, I think they're going to rely heavily. Cowboys defense is going to rely heavily on the line. So I think they're going to really try to get pressure with four uh, if they can. Um, maybe they'll send you know Jalen in on some flying run and to, just to take him out. Um, you know, uh, you know Brady's frail. 
uh, who's no, who knows what'll happen. Uh, I'm not, I don't wish injury on anybody, but you know, it, you know, it, it doesn't get Bra- any better as you Bra- get older. Brady might be the one that I'm like, Oh, he got hurt. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, <laughs> that's just a real bummer. <laughs> Is he alive? Okay, good. He's breathing. That's all that matters. Uh, so, yeah, and I don't even know who his backup is. We don't usually know until he comes in, and then then yeah, the backup comes in. Most, and does great. I don't even think, like, I don't even think their fans know who his backup is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only one, no last one I remember his backups was Garoppolo. So <laughs> Jimmy Graps, we should look here. Jimmy I'm going to pull up the depth chart and figure out who it is because I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, Jarrett, I, but you know, Steedham or Steedham or whoever the hell that okay. is. I've not heard that. <laughs> yeah, name at all. exactly. Who? But you know what? We didn't hear Brady's name either. You know, that's very true. <laughs> very we didn't know. True. Roma, nobody knew who Romo was either. <laughs> Romo. Uh, you know all right. That? So, I mean, uh, yeah. give me, give me your game pick. Who's going to win this game? What's the score going to be? I, I, I'm so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be hopeful on this, but I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. Uh, this is going to depend on them getting the fast start and just really put the throttle down. I think they're going to win 27-24. Cowboys? Yep, Cowboys. Ooh. Excellent. I believe. I, I, it'll be close. I, I don't think. I, I picked the Patriots. Know, it's, it's just going to depend. It's just going to, it's just going to depend on that, fa- that fast start. You know, if yep. we can get that and just keep it running. Uh, I think our I think our defensive line can keep them honest because I don't really I'm not afraid of their running, uh, I'm afraid of their passing. So we're going to be you know playing some some uh, some hard four up front and just you know keeping uh, keeping an eye on on things uh, as uh, as they're thrown. So now later in this episode I will give my thoughts on Eagles Seahawks. But did you have any thoughts on that game? Being that. You'll be watching it closely with the Eagles. Oh yeah, I totally will. Uh, I think Wilson uh, will will be the key to your victory as usual. Uh, Shocking. Wentz, Wentz is not a good passer. He, he's only got sixteen touchdowns on the year. Uh, Wilson, on the other hand, twenty three. Uh, and you know uh, he's and Wilson is always on having to be on the run. The the, the O line, you know, when it breaks down, Wilson's got to do something crazy, and he always makes it come up. Uh, everything's coming up Wilson, right? Uh, Eagles offense is ranked number 23 in yards. Uh, Ox are four. Uh, Seahawks number eight in total points. Eagles are 15. Uh, though the the one thing that's scary about them, Eagles have a good stout defense. Uh, number nine in yards allowed, whereas Seahawks are number 24. So, but what matters most is points. Eagles are are, are number 18 in points given up. Seahawks are number two, so that's pretty close. So I think the game will be close, but I think the Hawks are going to win it 27-17. Oh, all right. That's how I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm a little yeah, bummed I, I, that it's a 10 o'clock game. I, uh, Sunday night would be more fun, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah, um, I'm kind of surprised they're not they're not going to put that as a prime no, time they flexed game. it right out of there for the – Packers Niners game which is I totally understand Packers Niners that's going to get you more of a national audience than Eagles Seahawks but come on MVP Russell Wilson give me a break (laughs) kill me Smalls Um, I'll be I'll definitely be rooting for him and I think I honestly even if I wasn't rooting for him I think there's no reason I have to think that the Seahawks 
couldn't beat the Eagles. Uh, it, they should they should control the Eagles. The only thing, like I said, the only thing that's scary about the Eagles is their defensive line. Fletcher Cox can get at it. It just means Russell will be on the move a little bit. That happens. True. And you know, and he's pretty good on the move. So yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> not so, not so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, before I I, I let you go, I, um, I the the whole just because I'm I'm interested in people's take on this. So the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Yeah. Um. Not and I don't want to talk about the the kneeling or anything that happened three years ago because you know what it happened three years ago. We're past it. We're just in this moment now where he's still we? yeah he's still <laughs> well we're past it as in past it as in that I don't give a shit because it, it he did what he did. People are either yeah. you're either okay with it or you're not okay with it. You either don't you don't think that he's disrespectful or you think he's the most disrespectful person on the planet and and. You know, I could say something else political, but I'm going to bite my tongue. So, <laughs> but that's not the focus. The focus now is the fact that we are three years later. The guy still doesn't have a job. And yeah. I, I'm, uh, it, I'm a, originally of the, you know, give the guy a chance. He, he deserves a job in the NFL. And, and now yeah. I, I'm after the whole shenanigans over the weekend with the workout with the NFL and all that, I, I'm going to get into it a little bit more with Dennis later just because he is a Niners fan and Kaepernick was their star quarterback. Um, But I don't honestly believe that Kaepernick actually wants to play football. I just think he wants to be in the spotlight some more. Just, I mean, what do you think with everything that went down? I mean, the dude basically, you know, middle thing to the NFL. Honestly, I think, I think he, uh, I think he, could be in the spotlight without having to have done anything. Um, so that was nothing. I think, I think what he was trying to do is point the finger at the, 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 uh, the crap that was going on, the duplicity of the NFL at, you know, okay, we're going to set this up, but only under our rules. Oh, the NFL, oh any- yeah. The, the NFL is all also as guilty as shit in this for sure. Yeah. So I think, I think for the little guy, who is not the multi-billion dollar conglomeration that is the NFL taking a hold of the narrative is ideal because this is for him. This is not for the NFL. This is for him to try to get his fucking job. Uh, I think he proved from what I heard of all the scouts that were looking there that he still got it. You know, he's, he's still, he can still hit all the passes. He's still got the moves. I, there's no reason that he, you know, I look at the, I look at the players out there, right now playing, uh, you know, as even a, even first stringers, uh, that, you know, Kaepernick would be much better than them. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, the, uh, I mean, even as a back, your, your backups, if they, if he's not even in as a backup, come on. I mean, look at the guy that, that we just, uh, that we just played against, uh, that was the backup for Matt Stafford, you know, Kaepernick would have fucking shredded us. You know, <laughs> this kid, you know, the best he could do was a, a couple of nice little runs. He did make a couple of nice wide open passes. Uh, didn't thread really anything in there. But had Kaepernick been in there, I think it would be in a much different game. So something along those lines, you know, if, if even if he's, you know, brought in as a backup, he's still better. He's still a better backup than any of any of the backups that are out there right now. And I think he's probably a better quarterback than many of the starters that are starting right now. 
I think he would probably, you know, look, look at Philip Rivers. He's not doing anything. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine why the Chargers wouldn't want to have him because, you know, he's a California, he's, he's been out there in California. Why not? Right. So bring him in, let him, let him play. I now see, I agree with you that he would absolutely be better than uh, a ton of those quarterbacks out there. I just don't actually believe that in the end he is wanting to play because the thing is, yes, now the NFL, that whole, the whole thing was just weird, but he had a chance, even with all that, he had a chance. If he really wanted a job, he had 25 plus teams that were going to be there to watch him in a workout. Mm -hmm. And he decided to sure make it his own agenda and say, no, 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 I'm going to do this on my terms, which is fine. But you go from 25 mm -hmm. to eight. Yep. That's how many saw you. And yeah, you send the film to all 32 teams. Great. You had eight there watching it when you could have had 25. Doesn't make what the NFL did right because I guarantee you the NFL was almost hoping that something like this would happen because in the end they can say, hey, guys, look, we gave him a shot and he did what he does and he gave us the middle finger and you know, we tried, but I, I well, just, I just don't, I honestly just don't believe in the end he, if, if he, if he really wanted to play, this is, and again, I, I went back and forth on this. If he really wanted to play, I think he would have shown up at the big workout instead of doing this whole circus thing and what it turned into. I, I think that if, if the NFL really gave a shit about it at all, they would have lined it up on a day, which oh, was absolutely more efficient, efficient for <laughs> so the surprise and the, Saturday. And, and and if those twenty five teams were really interested, if they were really interested, they would have traveled the the hour away to go watch him. I don't know if that's true. If they if they wow. if they were if, if they were legitimately interested, uh, uh you know, because I mean, and they're right, and also right there where they were, at, at where he did the, where he did his workout right next to the airport. So it's not like they had that long to go. So, you know, they, they're, they're going to have to drive that way anyway. So my point is if they were, if they were legitimately interested in, in having a quarterback, a quality quarterback, um, they would have shown up. Uh, but the NFL, NFL, I think, you know, they, they put it on a, on a Saturday, you know, who's, you know, what team on, on a, when they're about to go play the very next day, is going to have the people to go out and be able to watch that. Oh, they're not. And again, so, I, that's the NFL just wants to get it over with. And this was just their thing of saying, yeah. we, we tried basically. So, so they, they may as well have not tried because it was obvious to everybody that it was a bunch of bullshit. And I think that's what, uh, it, I think that's what Kaepernick realizes. Well, he says, you know, if they're going to make it bullshit, I'm going to make it my own bullshit. This is mine. This is for my career. This has nothing to do with them. If, if people want to watch me and, see how quality I am, they'll come watch me. Um, if they don't, then, you know, they don't have a need for a quarterback, obviously. And fair enough, I think. <laughs> that's and my thoughts on I it. I love it, and that's why I asked you, because I knew they were, <laughs> you would have good thoughts on it. <laughs> I, he, I mean, honestly, uh, one more question on it then, and then we'll wrap it up. Do you, sure. do you, do you honestly, in, in, you know, with your positive outlook at it and all that stuff, whatever, do you honestly th think you will ever see him play for an NFL team again? Because I don't. I, 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 I don't think so. I mean, it would have to be somebody 
It would have to be a Pete Carroll type who took him in. Somebody who leaned more, uh, you know, uh, you know, being a player's coach, you know, like Pete is, you know, he, he loves his team. They're the family. And I think if he, you know, even if he, if they brought Kaepernick as a backup to Wilson, which would be a great backup because they're both mobile quarterbacks and have good arms. Um, you know, I, if something ever happened to Wilson, then Kaepernick would be a good fit in, in there. And I think, so I, I, I think the Seahawks, uh, would be that kind of team. Um, I don't think Dallas would ever be that kind of team because Jerry, you know, Jerry doesn't obviously that, uh, Bennett has given up the idea of kneeling. Uh, so, um, I, I, I don't know what other team would be willing to, I mean, even I, I think Bob Kraft is so much in the NFL's pocket, uh, of, well, actually I think they're a bit in both in each other's pocket, uh, that, you know, they'll let him get, they'll let Kraft get away with anything. And if Kraft, Kraft has had crap, yeah, has brought in sketchy players before. Uh, so, you know, if he had issues with it, you know, if I think Kraft would do it, I think he's been told to stay away. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, um, or they're going to let the, uh, the other massage tapes come out. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, cause you got, you got, you know, you got like the friggin' dolphins who, uh, are, you know, sucking and they need a quarterback. You know, there's lots of teams who are really sucking right now who could use a good quarterback. Oh, <laughs> and I think he's a pretty solid quarterback. 100%. Um, so there's no reason not to bring him in at, you know, say a league minimum. And he may be willing to do that. Who knows? I don't know. Only time will tell. We will, uh, I don't, if anything's going to happen, it won't be this season. But I mean, if, if we go into next year and he still doesn't have a job, I mean, it's at that point, he'll be like 33 and yeah, yeah, he looked, I watched some of the, the workout and he looked fine, but I, it's, I, yeah. I don't believe that he, that he plays in the NFL again. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, he could easily go up to Canada and play. He doesn't want to do uh, that. So I, there's no, no reason for him, you know, if he, if he wants to play, he could find a way to play. Uh, but you know, he, the, he wants the big show, uh, which I don't blame him for. He's a big show guy. He's been to the Super Bowl. It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, uh, Dean, a pleasure as always. I thank you so much for, uh, filling in these couple shows so far with, with Andrew out. It's, it's like I said, it's helpful to have a, a Cowboys fan in the house because I, I, I can only say so much and BS so much when I don't uh, this week, this week especially was hard cause I couldn't watch it. So I had, I, I yeah. had, I had no way of besides reading stories and anybody can go out and read a recap of the game and be like, yeah, so Dak had a great game and Zeke couldn't <laughs> run and, but they came out on top, you know, and they just sound yeah. like an idiot where you're, you know, you're a fan. <laughs> so you actually watched it. So I do uh, sincerely appreciate uh, you helping me out. You're more than welcome, and anytime you need me back, just let me know. You and know, I'm, I'm, I will. I'm gonna have to get you on. How are you now again? Once you're uh, once you're caught up a bit. Hey, I I promise you, I will get there shortly. I'm doing it as we speak. Like uh, every night, I'm watching at least one to try and get myself. Luckily, they're short little seasons, so yeah. Um, uh, remind everyone out there in the world before I cut you off. <laughs> sure. Uh, where they can find you, your podcast, all that good stuff. Sure. You can, uh, uh, for how are you now? You can find us at, uh, how are you now pod.com. We're at how are you now pod on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, I think on Facebook as well. 
Uh, and then for Podsecure, we're at podsecure.com and at Podsecure on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> so uh, that they're pr- we're pretty easy to find. P-O-D-S-C-U-R-E. And then how are you now is how R-A-R-Y-A-R-A-R-Y-A-R-E-Y-O-U-N-O-W question mark. So uh, the, you would have not uh, you would not have won the letter Kenny spelling bee right there. I would not have. No, I would not have. <laughs> I, I'm almost as bad as Riley and Jonesy. Oh, poor <laughs> Riley and Jonesy. Oh. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Go check out his thank podcasts, you. and uh, we'll we'll have him back again for sure. All right, so to help me out with uh, some NFL news this week, I brought back Dennis from Ohio, our biggest fan. And this way, he doesn't have to call in with his question of the week and get all excited. He, are you going to give us any, any woos because of your nine I'm going to give you some moves. Oh, you might, I you might throw I him in there. I'm going to give you some moves. I was, I was thinking about that We're today. We're ready for it. Yeah, I was like, well, he's not going to call today. I wonder if that's going to take away a little bit because you were so sad on the last one. Without any words. I was. <laughs> but I called it, so it's not like I was unexpected. But that's very true. That's they very were, true. But they were a field goal away from winning, so that's what's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Both teams were many things away from oh, yeah. lots of things in that Losing. game. Win. Yeah, win. Yeah. yeah, it was. I, I don't even want to talk about that game because I'm over it, and I just want to. Like, yeah. yeah, I just want to move on from it just because I can't tell you how nice it was to have a Sunday without being stressed about Seahawks football. <laughs> It was it was really nice to just be able to watch whatever in any game and just chill and not be like freaking out of oh my god where are we going to be in the fourth quarter are we going to be winning losing what's happening here yeah it was nice yeah people texting you saying your team sucks oh yeah I went through that Sunday but you already know about that one because so. <laughs> that was one of them I mean I didn't say they sucked no you didn't say but my I team did. sucks and what am I going to do about it it was everybody else was like what's your team going to do I'm like I'm not fucking playing I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Like you have a I direct can only yell yeah. so much at the television. Like you got a direct line right. into freaking Shanahan to be right. like, "Hey, could you, could you balls, balls? Could you guys like maybe do better? <laughs> maybe do a little better." Which yeah. apparently something happened, so it's fine. Yeah, but we'll get into that. Yeah. All right. So uh, this works out perfectly because the couple topics that I want to go over this week, um, one of them is I wouldn't say near and dear, but you have uh you know a little bit of a relation to because he used to be your quarterback and you got to see all of this as a Niner fan all of how it started all that stuff and then um also with your military background you have your opinion on uh what he did and it's probably a little bit different than some people out there believe and True. yep and uh and then you and i have have had many a conversations about it but uh and if people listening to this have no idea who we're talking about then i don't know where you've been because i shouldn't have to right. say a name while saying any of that but uh so colin kaepernick uh pumpernickel as i used to call him when he played pumpernickel yep. something yeah something like that he looked like uh, what's Trapper-nickel. the nickel yeah, yeah looked like the dude from or... uh from spongebob yeah that. yeah yeah so Squidward or whatever his name was. Yeah. yeah. Name was. <laughs> so we're not going to go through the 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 drama that that how it all started any of that just because that's three years ago. We're 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 well past that. Whether uh, you agree with 
it or not, the kneeling, all that stuff. I mean, at this point, like I said, we're beyond it. Um, the one thing I do want to say, and I want to give you the opportunity to give your opinion here, um, is the notion out there that um, if you're military, you're pissed off at him because how dare he kneel during the national anthem and disrespect disrespect the flag like that. You're retired Navy. What are your thoughts real quick on that? So I remember when that first happened and I was watching that game back when he first did it and I was like, what the bleep are you doing? You know, tagged him on Twitter. How dare you disrespect the military? Da, 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 before even looking into what was going on. So it was my initial reaction was like, asshole. Um, so then I started, you know, obviously people were doing the same thing and I started paying attention to what he was really doing it for. And you start looking at the different things. And even to now it's like, you know, you see the different issues that are going on and the targets of the people who are being targeted. And you're like, maybe he had a point as to what he was doing. You know, he wasn't disrespecting the flag in my opinion. Now that I think about it, you know, I've had obviously three years to talk about this with you and everybody else and you know if you disagree with me so be it it's, you know i'm not going to be any less if you think i'm less patriotic because of it so be it that's your opinion um but i mean obviously i was in the military for 23 years what i did on a day-to-day basis you know i fought for that right for people to protest this way you know he didn't protest violently he wasn't out you know tearing up neighborhoods, you know, burning cars, this and that. It was a silent protest, what he was protesting, you know, and it was like, okay, you know, people would ask me, you know, are you upset as a military person? I was like, no. I was like, I fought for people's rights to, you know, the Freedom of Speech Act. They're like, well, he's kneeling for the flag. Well, he's not disrespecting the flag. It's, you know, the flag represents a bunch of stuff. You know, it's freedom, patriotism, all that stuff, but it also represents, you know, treating people fairly and and when that's not happening people protest he just happens to do it you know he was an icon you know of some sorts and he was just doing it on a bigger stage because he knew that was his platform and he would get a lot of attention towards him and then once he started talking about his causes you know with the police brutality stuff like that you know we won't get into too much of that but a lot of his causes were in my opinion you know, if you start reading the news and following at us, it was pretty legit, his his concerns. And that was his easiest way, I think, to raise attention the fastest. Yeah, and he, it, it, being a high profile like he is, um, it, it, the arguments are out there that he could have chosen a different way to do it. He could have done all sorts of things, but that's the way he wanted to do it. And I, I agree with you. It, to me, it's not disrespecting the flag. Um, I'm very patriotic. I'm, you know, all about the freedoms we have in this country. Um, but again, to me, what he was doing, I don't, I don't see it as disrespect. I see it as he wants to bring attention to something. And had he come out and said like, Oh, Hey, Hey, Kaepernick, why'd you do that? I don't know. I just, you know, racism thought it it was cool (laughs) racism like i don't really have a reason like but he was ready for exactly what he was doing had his reasons and he's backed them up ever since with what he's done now that he's had plenty of time off uh correct you know he's 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 been out there and and doing stuff and so i was actually kind of under the impression that 
he would we probably would never hear from him again when it came to the nfl he opts out of his contract which i thought was dumb to begin with uh right even if the even if in the end they release him at least you have the you know possibility that you're still going to get paid <laughs> and something something and instead you opt out and and give up that money and and then of course you get into the whole like well the league was blackballing him and blah 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 and, and maybe that's true uh or maybe teams just didn't want the drama but then you see all these different teams signing players like antonio brown and kareem hunt yeah and so <laughs> yeah and then so, so so then again it's like okay so what they do is totally okay but him just trying to bring awareness to something that's happening out in the world is is not I, that part bugged the crap out of me but here we are three years later he didn't get signed anywhere and out of absolutely nowhere we find right field <laughs> yeah we find out that he the nfl is arranging a workout for him and i talked about this on on last week's episode because it right. literally came out the day i recorded tuesday and of course the whole timing of it was weird like why all of a sudden do you are it, the nfl who claims they don't want to get involved in that kind of stuff to begin with all of a sudden now you're hey hey colin we're gonna um we're gonna we're gonna set up this whole thing for you and, and get some teams to come watch you and and blah 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 uh you know and he's he <laughs> he probably was just as stunned his agent was probably just as okay and so we it's all set up to to go in Atlanta and he has some stipulations he wants done and and the NFL you know you could if you want you can go online and read through the whole thing. But at, oh yeah, and I, yeah, and I and I try to kind of keep up to date. But the, at the end, I was like, all right, cool, he's going to go work out. A bunch of teams are going to go watch, and you know, in the end, you know, maybe someone will give him a shot. I don't know. What I right. what I didn't foresee <laughs> was was <laughs> him. In the end, I'm like, uh, you know, it's it's Saturday. It's the day of the workout, which is a weird day for a workout. And I honestly almost forgot that it was happening that day. And I'm watching some college football and whatever, and and I jump on Twitter and see that he basically gave the NFL the middle finger. Right. Didn't show for um, the the workout that they arranged, and instead set up his own about an hour away at some high yeah, school. Hour. Yeah, hour south of Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And so you had like what twenty five teams or something that were all set up to be in in you know Atlanta. Now all of right. a sudden, you know, you're you screwed up that whole thing. It's being live streamed on Twitter, and I watched a little bit of it, and he still, you know, he looks he's in great shape. And, you know, he looked like Colin Kaepernick, threw the ball okay, you know, whatever. Right. <clears throat> and at first Do it I, against the air. <laughs> yeah. And at first I was like, All right, so he gave the NFL the middle finger. He's gonna continue to do that. That's cool. Uh I guess that's Colin Kaepernick. I you know. I wonder how many teams showed up. And then you find out eight teams were there. That was it. Yeah, eight. Yep. Yeah. And uh and you're like, all right, well, you kinda you had like twenty five <laughs> and, and and then you move it and you only have eight. <laughs> so I don't know how that's gonna do for you. And then you start reading into details of things I didn't notice. Like he showed up wearing a, a Kuta Kinte shirt. Right. And <laughs> and 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 the whole, you know, his his post workout like comments of the nfl you know i hope these guys didn't stop running and yep. all this stuff and after thinking about it for a while and then 
listening to a bunch of sports talk radio, as I always do, I came to the conclusion that I don't actually think he wants to play football. And no, I, no. I mean, what do you think? I don't think he does. Uh, I honestly, you know, same same thing, you know, as far, I mean, actually, I totally forgot he was doing it until you sent me that message. You're like, oh, I gave him the middle finger. I'm like, what the hell fuck did he do now? <laughs> and then I went on there, you know, he was streaming it on YouTube. And then, you know, even looking at the contract that he was supposed to sign and listening to uh, Golik in the morning uh, on the way to work, they were talking about, you know, there was a bunch of stuff that was in there about the NFL wanted to keep it, you know, closed media, closed loop. So it's almost like they controlled all of the you know, the footage that was going to happen and release what they wanted to and not just be open like he wanted it. You know, he could say what he wants, you know, basically bash the NFL, tell them to stop running, tell the GMs to stop running, blah, 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 whatever they're doing. Um, But it's almost like he just, like you said, he wanted to go out there and and then make another statement of, look at me, what was, it's almost a what was me, I'm getting screwed, but, you know, I almost want to just blame both sides. You know, I wrote yep. some notes down. I was like, you know, the NFL, I think, you know, the NFL was wrong because, I mean, if you look at, I don't know if people know when, you know, after Sunday, people get hurt or you need people to come. They call you Monday. You come try out Tuesday at whatever team wants you. Yep. And then they have, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday or whatever to figure out if they need you. You know, the Niners did that with a guy last week, you know, and he was the one that caused the fumble, the last fumble against Arizona. They just pulled him off the street because they cut him preseason, but they had him practice Tuesday, signed him Wednesday, made a big impact Sunday. So, But to have it on a Saturday, I mean, who's honestly going to send their best guys to go watch this from the teams because most teams are where they need to be anyway for the game Sunday. So are you really sending your best scout or are you really sending your best whatever? So I think he took looked into that and was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, basically NFL saying we're going to send people, but it's not really going to matter kind of a thing. And I think this was – with the NFL setting this up, you know, obviously he sued the NFL. I think he got like a $10 million settlement case or whatever, So, which is also bad. You know, it's like he sued the NFL, and then the NFL turned around and tried to hook him up with, you know, a workout on yeah, a but, Saturday Yeah, but did evening. they, though? <laughs> but did they, though? Like, Yeah, I, yeah, yeah they I mean, really didn't. I, I, I look at it as, I'm with you, both sides are to blame in this. But when you say something like the NFL tried to help you, I don't think the NFL was trying to help him do anything. I think, I think it was a PR stunt. I for think them it was. A, also. I, yep. I think it was two. I think it was a PR stunt. And I'm not a conspiracy guy most of the time, but this smelled weird from the beginning. The whole the whole thing. I wouldn't be shocked if the NFL was either hoping that he would do something like this or they knew that he would do something like this and they could basically sit back and go, look, we tried. Right. And you screwed it up. So we did our part. Well, well, looking today, I was, I was reading something talking about, they were talking to his agent and then they said, they're talking about setting up a second workout in March down in cops coming to get you right there, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, they're coming to get me. They're pissed off about something. Um, so, but they're talking about doing a second workout in March down in Palm Beach, down in Florida, when all the GMs are in Florida and can't go anywhere in March of next year. They're like, I just read that on Twitter about two hours ago. So I was like, what is the point of that second workout? What are you What are you doing? You know, and it's the NFL talking again. So it's like, is this going to go away? Who knows? Well, and then you, but, so I, I heard I listened. So Pete Carroll had a press conference yesterday, Monday, and. 
you know, they, of course they asked him, did you guys have representatives there? And Pete said, yeah, we sent people to the original spot and it's, dis- <laughs> and it's, and it's disappointing that he changed it because we could not logistically then have someone else go to where he did it. And so we didn't have a representative at the actual workout and you know, because the Seahawks are—they're one of those teams. Him and John—they'll just—I mean—they're in on, on everything. If if a player, yeah, why not? If, yeah, if a player is on the trade market, you know, they make a phone call because you know, hey, yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, why not? So they so they sent somebody, but they it didn't end up at the actual workout. And then of course they asked him because Kaepernick's you know uh, team sent every team got video of the workout, right? And and Pete said, yeah, they'll watch it. And but at the end of the day. I just don't see after all this how any team is going to sign him. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And then two again, sorry, again. No, you're good. Uh I don't I just don't think he actually wants I just think he wants a spotlight again and I think he just wants to continue to either say, Look, the NFL hates me, they're screwing me, uh, all this stuff, or it just you know, maybe he just wants to be a martyr. I don't I don't know. But it just yeah, that's what yeah. The yeah, whole thing is just that, weird. Yeah, that's what Stephen A. Smith called him, and a couple of people are calling him. It was like you, you Stephen don't even A. Really Smith play. went off. <laughs> Stephen, oh, he fucking he, lost his mind. And when you lose Stephen A., you know when you lose screaming, screaming yeah. Stephen. When you lose, when him. you lose his support for your thing, yeah, uh, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that yeah, that whole situation's a mess. But we'll, I mean, sure, he's probably better than what the 64 quarterbacks that you know not all of them but obviously he's good enough to be one of the top 64 but who knows it, well it's a shit show <laughs> and that's a, and that's what people keep bringing up like well look at all the quarterbacks that are starting right now or backups and 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 look at who he's better than and yeah he's better than plenty of them however they just the backups they just sit on the bench with the clipboard yeah they don't and nobody wants the drama they don't of, cause any drama there's nothing going on you know, the only backup that causes any drama is Gardner Minshew, but that's good drama because he's, you know, yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's he's back <laughs> on the bench though, so he had a couple. That's of what I mean. Ones, he's so. a backup. He's all right. He's like he's like clipboard Jesus. Hey, <laughs> hey, back I, in still, the day. I still have nightmares of clipboard Jesus in Seattle. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's Mr. Whitehurst for those that don't know. Yeah, if you don't, Jesus you're is. not an NFL fan. Every NFL fan right. should know who clipboard Jesus is. Right. Uh, hey, some might not. <laughs> Anywho. So Anywho. yeah, so I mean, it, it's it is what it is. I just I think that uh, I think you've got some fault on both sides, just like you said. And uh, at the end of the day, that he's not nothing's going to change here except for now he's back in the news, and we thought he was all gone. So right, maybe and again, nope. maybe that's what we wanted. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. All right, only he knows. That's anyway. right. And maybe he'll maybe, and maybe he'll <laughs> say something, and then maybe we'll talk about him again in three years. Uh, all right, let's let's move on to. I wanted your Luna. thoughts on international games. Ugh. And <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. So <laughs> no, we're good. That those were his we're thoughts, good. ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, we just saw Monday night was in Mexico City, and then yep. we had, of course, all the London games this year. I. I let me give you my thought first, and then I, I want to hear from you. I, I just I know the NFL is, is this whole thing is you know we want to expand. We've maxed out our market in the U.S. The only place we have to grow is internationally in like London and and Mexico and all these places. And I get that, but I talked about a couple episodes ago about how trying to put a team in London was just stupid. 
and then yes. logistically just stupid. And then I see like, maybe it's just me, but field conditions is what bugs me the most out of everything. Not the travel, not anything else. But then you watch like Monday night, that field last last season, they canceled the game down there because of the field conditions. Yes. This season, yep. the, yeah, the, they're out there with like it's a golf course with the thing on the back <laughs> of the cart with the <laughs> They're out there filling holes. They actually have actual sod, little things of sod that they're pressing down into the holes at halftime because the field is so trashed. It's worse yep. than worse than uh, was it FedEx Field that the Redskins play on? Worse than their oh, field. Oh god, yeah, FedEx. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's saying yeah, something. Me. So yeah, that's we're we're, we're sending our players off to play on these you know international markets, and we're risking major injury just for field conditions. I mean, what do you think about international games? Um, so yeah, so like last night watching, I mean, who was it that got hurt? Who pulled the hamstring or something? Oh, Tyree, last night Tyree Hill. Name, it's, which, well, Tyree Hill. Karma anyway for him, but yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, every time you saw a receiver make a cut, he was, you know, replacing his, you know, pitching wedge divot or having to go put a piece of grass back down. I was like, I was like, how is this safe? And they're like, oh, we're good. We'll just stomp it down and call it good. You know, it's like, they were surprised that they were coming and the field i mean most of these fields when you go international are soccer fields to begin with yep you know especially you know the international or the ones over in you know london and all that stuff but you know even last night in mexico what they say they were talking you know they're 2500 feet higher than uh mile high stadium so the altitude is out of control Mm -hmm. you know and then it took them what they say five minutes to walk to the locker rooms they had to walk out of the stadium it's a quarter mile walk so half yeah. time, half time. Up, up some hills, yep. through the bleachers, and they might as well just went and sat in the stands with yeah. some fans and called it good. You know, and it's just like here you are bringing these, you know, obviously high profile players. You know, a lot of people, prima donnas, they should deal with it. They're getting paid millions, but it's like I don't. It's cool for I guess if you live down there, especially you know in about ten years when a man and I retire in Cancun or Cabo or something like that, you can come down visit. So we'll, we'll, go to one to, of we'll have games. we'll have uh, Dennis from Cancun. Yes, you have Dennis from Cancun or Cabo or something to that effect. Um, but, you know, I don't – the travel, it is what it is. But it's just – I don't know. that. I think a lot of the fans over there, they're like, oh, yeah, football's coming. But if it didn't show up, I don't think they would give two shits one way or another. They'll go because it's there. If it's not there, they won't lose sleep over it. And I think it just cycles. You know, I know they get the bye week after – they go to London, so it's you know it's a little bit of a break. They kind of give them a week off, but still, it's like, why do they need to go to London? Because the NFL is trying. The NFL is basically trying to make more money off these guys than they already do. I don't know. I'm not a fan of them. And like you said, that half the time the conditions of the fields are garbage, or you know not up to what the standards are, which could cause injuries, which you know in the long run could affect. You know what happens if Pat Mahomes would have towards oh, ACL. Geez on that field planting and then you see this huge sand you know the sand trap that he's trying to run through and oh and then oh that's okay there goes and like you said they canceled the game last year well even the pro bowl game the hall of fame game two years ago i think out here in canton they canceled it because the field was just too crappy so and that's a preseason pointless game so i i still i'm not a fan of them i still am blown away that in in 2019 with the technology with products like field turf that an NFL stadium, like the, the surface isn't a regulated thing by the league. Like you would think that they would do basically say, okay, field turf is our safest option 
that should be in every stadium. And that be yes. a pre, and that be a prereq for we'll pull play in Mexico City, but your field better be all field turf because otherwise we're not coming. So well, what was it? The women's yeah, the women's soccer too. A couple of years ago, canceled some tournaments because they were going to some field and it was all grass and it wasn't sitting. They're like, nope. And then they got pissed on over that because the women's soccer team backed out of some high profile, you know, friendly game, but the field was horrible. Yeah. So it's like take care of your i mean with yeah like you said the technology we have today which i just learned and i'm probably slow to learn this but they were talking about the other day i guess each player has some sort of microchip or something in their shoulder pads and that's how they get like these speeds and how far they travel and all that stuff yep i didn't know that till the other day when i think who was it someone ran like 138 yards kick return because he was running side, to, going side, side to side he, yeah, yeah yeah and he they said he traveled 138 yards i'm like how do they know these things and sure <laughs> shit, right after i said how do they know this he's, he's like well there's i'm like it's like he heard me through the television i'm like sweet yeah we can't yeah we, yeah we can't have a microchip in the actual balls that tell in the you, ball that tells yeah. you if it crosses a goal line or when oh, yeah. it crosses out of bounds oh, yeah. my favorite is when oh, yeah. they when they punt and the ball goes out of bounds and you have oh. the ref running up the side <laughs> That dude doesn't know where that ball crossed the line. He's just nope. guessing. He's just like, eh, nope. He's like right here. Eh, right about here. Yeah. Right about here. Where they could have a, yeah, the, a mean, sensor in the ball and sensors in the ground that could tell someone. In the, yeah. Again, that sky yeah. judge that we all want could tell them, yeah. hey, it crossed at the 48. And they basically go down the, into the guy's headset. 48. That's where they put it. 48. Just uh, 20. <laughs> I mean, I, I benefited from that. I benefited from that Sunday on that third and whatever. Oh. And they gave the 49ers a first down, but yep. we'll get to that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> probably segue right into that, but I'll take it. <laughs> um. All right. So let's keep it going. We'll talk. I, I was uh Thursday night game. I was in, uh, <laughs> I was in Spokane, Washington at a meeting and I was yep, Spoke Compton. I was sitting in a, in a restaurant in our hotel and we're, you know, my buddy and I are, are talking and I got the game is I have to turn to my right to see the game, but I'm, I'm watching, but at the same time I'm eating and talking and, and out of what I first saw was I turn and I saw the, a Steeler player kick, um, Garrett in the head <laughs> and the, on the, like Garrett, Miles Garrett is on the ground and the, and he, that's the first thing I see. And I, and so I didn't have any context for before. So I didn't know what had just happened except for, I saw a dude kick him in the head and I went, Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> what is happening? And, and so then we get to see the replay and I'm like, man, he's lucky he didn't get more than kicked in the head. Holy crap. Right. Uh, I mean, you, you, everyone has seen it. Yep. Um, miles Garrett pulls the helmet off of Rudolph <laughs> and then that's not all he does then he takes that helmet and he swings it at him and and he hits him and he hits him <laughs> with it and then of course that's when the, the steel other Steelers players are going to defend their boy so they basically get him there I mean there's punches thrown they get him to the ground that's when the kick to the head happens it's just a shit show and right and I don't know. I haven't read enough. Maybe, maybe you know, but a, whether Rudolph said something to set him off or whatever it was, for him to just snap and basically yank the helmet off of him, he just totally lost it and screwed his team for the rest of the season. Right. Who could be in playoffs? Yeah. So 
like you said, you were so obviously over here. Sunday night football starts at like eight thirty, so I went to bed at like the end of the third quarter. I'm like, okay, the Browns are probably gonna win this game, which I picked that one by the way. We'll get into that later, also. <laughs> um, but so I ended up waking up at like two in the morning, something. Woke up, and I was like, oh, I wonder who won. So I'm trying to squint to read my phone, and they're like, you know, brawl Mars end up here. I'm like, what the fuck happened? So then I'm like. <laughs> Waking up even more at two in the morning, so I'm watching it. So everybody's, you know, most people probably watch the game. You know, Rudolph threw four interceptions. You know, just I guess Miles Garrett was just giving him the business all game. You know, in his face, knocking him down, this and that. So there was eight seconds left, right? You know, and the Steelers are still running a play, which you know players are going to keep playing hard, and they're not just going to quit with eight seconds to go. And I guess Rudolph threw it, and Miles Garrett. Whether he drove him into the ground or didn't drive him into the ground, did he really need to? But he's playing hard because that's what they're supposed to do. They're not just going to give you know not play because they're winning twenty one seven. But could he have let up a little bit? Sure, but that's not what they do. So I don't expect them to let up. You play till it's over, and no matter what. So he kind of drove him into the ground, and Mason Rudolph, you know, he wouldn't get off of him or whatever. But Mason Rudolph, you could see his hand kind of reach up and try to yank off Miles um, Garrett's helmet while they're on the ground while Garrett's on top of him. So that's kind of what started it, which is why people are all over Rudolph about, well, he started it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, sure. He started it. He tried to rip off his helmet. He didn't. And then, you know, miles Garrett got up and then another Browns guy pushed Rudolph to the ground, which that guy got suspended too. And then Rudolph goes after Garrett, who then obviously what you just talked about, grabs his helmet and if he would have connected with the crown of that helmet oh. mason rudolph might still be there yeah right now yep like, on the ground especially still. he was just in concussion protocol two weeks ago from when uh earl thomas hit him you know they had to remove his face mask and all that stuff so you know if he would have connected with the crown of that helmet as hard as he swung oh my god like assault and then some you know and i get it football it's a aggressive sport heat of the moment but Again, listening to Golik, you know Mike, you know Mike and Mike in the morning, Golik in the morning. Golik and Wingo. They talked about, yeah, they talked about, yeah, you know what the fuck John's yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's on early. That, that, it's on like that early in the morning. It's that early show. Hey, at least it, it's yeah. actually on at like the right time for you. If I want to watch that show, I gotta get up at three a.m. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it's yeah, six in the morning <laughs> it's for me. Early. <laughs> so they were talking about you know fights preseason all that stuff. You know, you fight, 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 and then all, you know when helmets come off, it's like unwritten rules. Like oh shit. Okay, we're done. That is what it is. You know, they've seen that before, but they have never seen the fact that someone actually tried to use the helmet. And like, like we said, if he would have connected, holy crap, who knows oh, could have what been would have happened to Mason could have been, Rudolph. Yeah, it could have been <laughs> way uglier than it was. Yeah, and then like you said, I mean, the Bears are the Bears. Bears suck. The Bears. Um, the Bears. Uh, the Browns are actually back in contention, and their end of their schedule is easy. Looking at their schedule, yeah. like the back end is like easily they could win four four of the games and possibly be a wild card, but not without their best defensive player, possibly their best player on their team, is is what what the word is out here. And obviously, being out here, I get to see it all on pick a news channel. You know how the Browns are getting <laughs> screwed. I'm like, your dude, use the helmet as a fucking weapon. <laughs> how about that? Yes, yes. Mason Rudolph may have initiated. However, your dude tried to kill somebody yeah, possibly with, with, with a helmet. helmet. <laughs> with a helmet. So don't give me this what was me shit. Blah blah blah. So yeah, so that's my thought. I mean, they were both at fault. 
and I was I'm all about the indefinite suspension, which may even go into next year. I mean, who was it that got what 14 game or God, who uh, perfect? You know, yeah. got the what 14 games. You know, but he has a track his you know history. But so does Miles Garrett, I guess this year. If you look at his track history, you know he broke um, what's his name's leg from the uh, I forget who he broke. That's a late hit on somebody. He broke his leg earlier in the year. You know, it's a couple late hits. He's kind of have a track a, a track history too of, of being somewhat of a dirtier player. But but yeah, that was that was it. I definitely woke up going, "What the fuck was that?" And then half the time, people aren't like, "Hey, did you see the score of that game?" Well, it's twenty-one-seven, but no one really cares or knows or, because all they can talk about is is the fight. So yeah, <laughs> out of control, out of control. It's just it was insane, and and yeah, the 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 craziest part to me is Browns win and all of a sudden put themselves back in it. And then your best player, <laughs> he's definitely going to be <laughs> definitely suspended for this. It's an indefinite suspension right now, and he will be suspended for the rest of this season. And then, like you said, yeah, it could go into next season. He is actually going to his appeal is set for t- for today. If you're listening, Garrett is going to be at his appeal or wants to be. And I think he uh, will actually do it, which is not something that normally you see. Uh, but he is he wants to speak to the league directly. Right. Um, yep. I, I do. I think Rudolph should have gotten some sort of of suspension. I mean, I I get yes. the whole, I get the whole thing. You know, if he started it, well, Garrett should have taken responsibility and not you know. But the thing, it, it, Rudolph has to have some sort of accountability there. Like, dude, yeah, he's, he's the been, instigator. He, yeah, he's been in your face all day. That that's football. That's the way it happens. Yeah, that would have yeah. been that would have been it. that would have been like Garoppolo throwing a punch at Clowney for Monday night. Come on. Yeah, being in my grill. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't happen. So it's just a weird thing. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. let's talk. Speaking of uh, Niners and and Seahawks and all that good stuff, let's let's talk about the NFC West. Being that you're a Niners Holy fan, I'm a Seahawks fan. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, a little bit. I might have heard a rumor. <laughs> heard a rumor. You hey, you used to be allowed to root for the Seahawks, and then, I was a little bit. Yeah, when that, obviously when when uh, our teams weren't playing each other, um, and then and then Amanda from know, Ohio. I, She's like, nope, pick one. And I was like, well, I did, but then I'm rooting for you because I'm happy for you when your team wins, which then turned into fuck off, find your own team. I'm like, I've had my own team. However, I've lived in Seattle for 15 years. I was just trying to help you out and then fuck off. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, that's how that played out. So then I wasn't allowed to anymore because we were both winning again. And then I was told I was a front runner. I'm like, how am I a front runner when I'm rooting for your team? Because it's your family and, but yeah, so I got told I got vetoed. I told to eat shit. So that's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. I'm so totally, I'm totally okay with it. So now I have my own team again. <laughs> so uh, I needed the break. It was so nice to have a bye week. I, it was great timing. I don't know if the, who needed it more, the Seahawks or their fan base. Um, <laughs> but it came it with great timing. Uh, but it gave fan, Seahawk fans a, a very important game to watch uh, over the weekend, and that was. Um, you, you know, you guys playing the Cardinals in what is in the middle of three games in a row at home, which I still think is somebody did something there. Um, that's that week three buy payback. That's whatever, what that is. that's just stupid. <laughs> so that's okay. You're getting to your payback for that. Is your, Ooh, yeah. is your next three oh, it's games? Coming. It's so, coming. <laughs> so I watched the game, and of course, yeah, I gave. They were when the the Cardinals were up like sixteen to nothing. I I screenshotted it and sent it to you, like, oh, look at this. And uh, knowing, yeah, knowing, yeah, knowing, yeah, knowing full well that 
that was nothing and that they could absolutely overcome that. And in the end, they, they, they won the game 36 to 26. Um, I, as a Seahawks fan, we're watching that game hoping that the Niners lose because all of a sudden that puts the Hawks in first place all by themselves via the tiebreaker without having to do anything. Right. Uh, Almost as the one seed, I believe you guys would have jumped to. Well, that's a real bummer. Um, yeah. Right. Um, It'd have been close because I would have went from the one to the five. With a yeah, loss. that that quick. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so I mean, they win. You, you know, the 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 Cardinals are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think in future seasons for both our teams, uh, Kyler right. Murray is going to be good, and I think he's finally shown that. You're going to have you know a uh, Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray show happening here in the next several years. But for yes. now, yes. For now, it was uh, you know. Jimmy Graps looked better. I mean, what are your thoughts on on that game? And and uh, I know you're happy. Yeah, I was a little stressed. I mean, when it first started, you know, I mean, the Cardinals, if you look at their offensive line, they're one of the best at protecting their quarterback, like giving up sacks and all that stuff. Um, just stat-wise, they don't give up that many sacks. I don't even think the Niners maybe got to them once or twice, if that. Um, but, you know, the way it started off, they had a good drive, you know, and then – and I mean, the penalties thing is, is just getting out of hand NFL wide. It's ridiculous. That's I think I sent you that photo. Yeah, I think I sent you that photo with all these flags all over the place. Anytime there's a big play, you know. So then on, you know, the initial drive on it was like third and nine or third and ten. Kyler Murray just throws up a shit prayer. And and it was a legit, you know, it was pass interference on Richard Sherman. I get it. He pushed him ahead of time. They didn't call it. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And then I was like, he's going to challenge this. They're going to overturn it. But maybe not because based on the Houston uh ravens game there was that one that was just flat out on deandre hopkins flat out dude was riding his back before the ball even got there and they didn't they're like nope no pass interference i'm like well maybe i'm good nope pass interference on richard sherman which he had three of them that game <laughs> and he's and he's like what the, you know back back to the legion of boom where none of that shit happened you know he had two on him all year and all of a sudden he had three in one game That's so, so sad. it's kind of so sad. yeah you know whatever it is what it is <laughs> um but you know, obviously they overcame, you know, the penalties, the early penalties, even one of the touchdowns, the Niners got called back. They called on some hold where on the center where the guy didn't gain it. He was going around the corner. You know, it didn't wasn't held up. Wasn't I mean, it was so ticky tack. Even Mike Prayer was like, I don't see it. But it prevented a touchdown right before halftime. I was like, so instead of 16, 14, you know, it ended up being 16, 10. Um, but the fact that my running game only had, I think, like 17 yards total. And Jimmy Graps threw for like 420 plus, you know, four touchdowns, had a couple stupid interceptions, which he's getting to be known for that. I mean, two in the red zone, like one of them, he's looking right at the linebacker, like the entire time. And he threw it on. And I was downstairs. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and Amanda's like, Amanda, I can hear Amanda like, uh, what I'm like nothing. <laughs> so, um, I mean, he overcame those, you know, people are talking about, you know, Jimmy Graff still doesn't have it. He's throwing all these interceptions, you know, and I saw stats today that had, you know, like Russell Wilson, you know, uh, Peyton Manning, you know, all the good quarterbacks in like their first 600 and something passes, you know, Jimmy Graff's has 18 interceptions. Well, Russell Wilson had 20 yep, or vice versa. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, he's not as good as he, I'm like, he's only thrown the ball 600 and something times in his NFL career. You know, and there are, you know, because he's been in the league for like six years, I believe, or five years because he sat behind Tom Brady forever. 
So everyone thinks he's going to come in. And I mean, he's 19 and three, I think, and his first, whatever it is, starts. It's something ridiculous. Well, um, and look at, you know, everyone would like to say that like a player like Brett Favre was a good quarterback and the dude threw, he threw ridiculous amount of yeah, yeah, all of those. Not that yeah, Jimmy Graps is it. Brett Favre level, but no, still, no, it's not no. something you can absolutely measure, you know, stats on. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the running game, you know, we were hurting a little bit on the run. I mean, Mike with Burita out, you know, with his, his ankle, you know, him being out and then Kittle being out is huge for the run game because, you know, run blocking and then he opens up the passing game, which will open up the running game. So hopefully we can get Kittle back for Green Bay this week. You know, he's still with that knee ankle injury when he hyperextended it against Arizona three weeks ago. So I'm glad they were able to still rest him and win. Um, but the defense is not been the greatest the last few weeks, but Kyler Murray is that quarterback where he's going to give, he's like Russell Wilson. He's going to give defenses. So they've, you know, he's going to give them fits. The last three games I've gone Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Now I'm going to get a quarterback where if I can put pressure on Aaron Rodgers, he's not the most mobile guy. No. So no, he my hope is, you know, that front four can put pressure on like they have been, you know, because Bosa is starting to get double teamed. So that's why everyone's like, well, what's wrong with Bosa? He hasn't done shit in the last three games. I'm like, well, if you watch it, he's actually getting double teamed and then he's getting tipped by a tight end plus a double team. I'm like, you try to get to where you need to get you know, with three guys trying to block you. So, you know, a lot of people made a big deal about Larry Fitzgerald laid out Bosa. I'm like, well, I could lay out somebody too if I blindside him. Yeah. No you know, it was a good block. I mean, it was a legit block, but I was like, if Bosa sees him coming, he probably, you know, I love Larry Fitzgerald and it's kind of hard not to. So it's like, that was a pretty good block. I'll give him that. <laughs> um, but no, it, you know, the passing game looked, you know, looked good. Um, we had a couple drops, not as many. I mean, there was a wheel route that Mostert got hit right in the fucking face mask. And then I yelled, catch the fucking ball from downstairs. <laughs> and then I came upstairs for something. The man was like, oh, dropping it again, huh? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was that. But, you know, I think the fact that he was able to, you know, throw for, and a lot of those throws, he was under pressure. You know, he had guys in his face. He's doing his reads. It wasn't like, oh, shit, I'm, someone's here. I got to throw it and see what happens. So he was going through his progressions, which was good. Um, was able to hit, you know, um, Debo Samuel's starting to play out of his mind right now. So that one catch he had, I don't even still don't even know how he caught it over some dude's back off his helmet, bobbled in the air, did some crazy shit. I don't even know how he caught it, but, but he did. Um, but the game as a whole, you know, like I said, it was 36, 26. And if you actually read an article about Caesar's palace took one of the biggest hits because of that funky play that the Cardinals tried to do that allowed the 49ers to cover the spread. I was um, laughing at that was, so hard. Yeah, it was like nine and a half or whatever. And by scoring that touchdown, it made it 10. Yep. So people that were doing like parlays and shit were all excited. And then when that happened, they, they said people in Caesars Palace were like throwing their ticket all over the place. They said it was they said it was pretty bad in Caesars Palace. But, but I'm like, hey, so they won. Um, and then, you know, these next three weeks, I'd, like you talked about, I mean, we go, we got Green Bay at home, which you never know which AA Ron you're going to get. So hopefully it's the slow one that just throws shit up in the air. You're only favored hopefully by only favored by three in that game. Yeah, yeah, three and a half. It depends. You know, if Kittle plays and if Burita can come back, um, we lost D Ford. It looks like for a couple weeks due to a hamstring. It's like everyone just keeps getting hurt. It's it's ridiculous the worst, right now. The worst timing list. ever for yeah. It. And then you know we go to Baltimore, which I'll just chalk that up as a loss. Now if we lose that one, so be it. They're not going to be expected to win. Um, 
and then New Orleans could go either way. So two and one, one and two. I mean, either way, 12 and four, 13 and three, you know, because then they go Atlanta Rams and then obviously back to Seattle. So, I mean, they could go 12 and four, 13 and three. You know, I think I said 11 and five in my super hot takes and you fucking laughed at me. And now here I am two games away from from that. So we'll see. We'll I'm see how that, gonna, I mean, but I could very, you could very well be nine, nine and seven. I'm just saying. Oh, I could very well be. I don't think we'll lose the next six in a row, but we could very well lose the next three in a row. And then we have Atlanta, the Rams, who are Lars, a shit show right now. Well, and then this Seattle, is what this so. is what makes that division so interesting here, because all of a sudden we had with the start that the Niners got off to, and I mean the Seahawks were winning, but they weren't great wins. They were painful and stressful and. And so as a Seahawks fan, I'm sitting there going, well, at this point, I'm, I'm happy with the wild card. I'll just get us in. That's all that you can ever ask for right. is just to get a chance. Niners are going to take the West. Then all of a sudden, Seahawks look a little better. And then you come to the Monday night game and you're like, well, okay, well, let's see what happens here. And then winning, then all of a sudden you're looking at it. You're going, okay, well, they're eight and two. And then uh, what what's going to happen? The Cardinals, they, they you know can't beat them. That's okay. But then you look at their next three and you go, well, shit, (laughs) (laughs) there's actually a chance that the Seahawks can get the division. And like I have said for the last two weeks now, I would absolutely love it if wins and losses for both teams matched up so that that game in December in Seattle decides the West. Means something. Yeah. So both teams clinch a playoff berth. And one of them's going to get the the division. One of them's going to get the wild card. And at that point, yeah. if at that point, it's probably a division and uh, maybe a bye week, a bye, a bye week, or a wild card. So either team, both teams are going to get are going to get in, and that's that's when it gets kind of crazy because you're like, well, the division would be nice. You get the home game if it's for if 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 the division winner gets a bye. Well, then you're playing for even more. But at the same time, if someone gets hurt and you're in a wild card, you know, it's just that whole thing. Right. You uh, may play that next oh, Saturday. But it's going to be – oh, it's going to – that would be – that is like my ultimate I'm, – I'm right. hoping for game. But your 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 next three suck. <laughs> that's just yeah. – that's just yeah. – We'll see what happens. That's just brutal, man. Just brutal. And, oh, and I was corrected. There is a Sunday night game. Week 17, I know we talked about it. I said there yeah, wasn't yeah, one. Right. There's just not one to flex out of it. They'll just flex one into it if they need to. It's just a to-be-determined ah, well, game. If, it's if, not one that's currently scheduled, but they move one apparently. Uh, if, so. if Hawks and Niners are for a division, there's your game right yeah, there. Yeah, I might just buy tickets and sell them. Just right. So. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually going to go to this game, but... I'll buy them and then sell them. Yeah so profit but no yeah the, the game i was you know obviously i was excited they won so moving on to we'll see we'll, well see it, if Kittle, it, hopefully Kittle, those guys come yeah back, so. that's the thing is you're injured I just, I just pulled up the packers game and they they give the initial injury report packers have nobody yeah i have like 12 <laughs> and you have well you've only got five on there and all of them are questionable and that kind of well that's five originally but if i pull up the full i'm not going to do it. i don't want to make you yeah there's sad. a bunch that are already out but at least you're at home, and, and and again, you're you set it dead on. It depends on what Aaron, what AA Ron you get, and and then again, um, injuries on your side. I think those are the right. two, two main factors. So yep. either way, 
the finish to this season in the NFC West is going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm excited. All right, so we can get and you. For to- those that want to text me and tell me what am I doing about my team, I don't fucking control it. <laughs> so I always tell you. I always love that too. <laughs> oh, your team sucks. What are you gonna do? Yep. Huh? What are you gonna do? Like, um, gonna keep watching them and and blow and up, keep watching yeah, them. And blow up Twitter <laughs> with how much I'm frustrated by it. I'm pretty much gonna yeah. do the same thing I always do. So, yeah. All right, yeah. so we can anyway. we can so we can get you to bed. You know, because it's late. Those who don't know, we record this on Tuesday nights. It's 8 o'clock in the West Coast where I am, and it's 11 o'clock in in Ohio where Dennis from Ohio is, if you put two and two together. (laughs) (laughs) That does make sense, doesn't it? For those of you that couldn't figure that out. Wouldn't it be weird if you were Dennis from Ohio, but you lived in, like, Kansas? Texas. (laughs) Kansas. (laughs) Canada. He lives in Canada, Canada, eh? Canada. That's where if you're going to put an international team, that's where you should put it. Canada. Canada. Yep, Canada. I'm all for that. I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. All right. I want to include you in on the game. So we're going to do this a little out of order. Normally I do the game picks later in the episode, but I'm going to do them right now with you. And the reason (laughs) I'm going to do them with you is I want everybody to hear your actual game picks live on the show uh, because apparently you're kicking everyone's ass. I'm about like eight, I think. But and I think like it and so a disclaimer. So I'm gonna give you my picks and they're already saved right now. But like I said, like the Green Bay Niner game right now, I have like Green Bay. I think I think I picked Green Bay to win that one. But if Kittle and Burita come back, I may change it. Which you're Sorry. allowed to do. Which you're so, allowed to do. Yep. Don't quote me on these that are today because <laughs> they may change. And then but but so I think the tweet that I and I think it's Casey. I don't, I don't know what your Twitter handle is, but it's. she commented under mine. She's like, I think she tweeted you saying, how the hell is Dennis from Ohio <laughs> so good at pigskin pickums? I'm in second place, forever in second place, yeah, and it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Something to that effect. And, and what's funny is when I go through, I mean, because I'll pick mine. Like, I already picked mine today, I think. And and I think it takes me like five minutes. I don't like yeah, analyze. That's all I, I don't do. look at. I don't look at the, the little percentage of who's picked who when, you know, I just, I go through it and then, you know, I may look at it later on and go, but half the time I pick it on Tuesday and I don't even look at it until Sunday morning to see if I want to change anything. But half the time I don't even do that. And, but and just and, based on injuries. And for those that are wondering, I'm, that's the same. Th- I'm when I'm doing the picks, I am doing the same thing. I'm, I'm on my ESPN fantasy app and I'm doing yeah. it. As I go, I'm not looking at anything else except for uh, which team is at home. I'm looking at the records for a split second and go, and then you know, basically going, oh, I know that team is better than that team, or or just whatever yep. it happens to be. I'm picking it on the spot, and yep. there's no secret to it. Dennis is and cheating. Like, Gen- we, <laughs> we don't know how he's cheating, but he's obviously cheating. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. The page- well, what made it what made it even funnier, and I don't know if. Casey, I think that's her name. If that's how we say it, is she was giving me crap, and then the Monday night game, my score was twenty seven seventeen Chiefs, and the final score was twenty four seventeen. So I missed it by a field goal. So, so how much? So in. how many did you get? How many did you get? You, I was you thirteen only, for fourteen. So only missed one weekend. last week. <laughs> the Atlanta Carolina game, which should have never happened either. So I I got uh, I had eight points last week. So yeah, that, good job. That wasn't great. Good job. It wasn't great. I, I it was better than the week before when I think we all had like five. I had five. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, I that, think I had that, six. But that was the crazy yeah. week. That was just not. Yeah. A, so I've also got, I've, I've also got one. two weeks where I have like none. That's because you don't know how to hit save. 
so, I, I've learned now. It's all good. That's your own fault. So anyway, you, when right. I, I'm so far out of it, I could do the autofill and see what happens. All right. You still won't catch it. <laughs> no, I'm way too far back. But you're only up by eight. You could still absolutely lose. Oh, I know. I could still lose. Yep. So. Don't give up, Casey. You can do this. I know, right? Hang in there. You can... You're not going to win, but it's fine. <laughs> All right. You ready? You might. All right. Let's go through it. Colts at Texans. Who you got? I got the Texans. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. You want to talk about a bummer game? That, that Texans-Ravens oh, game was supposed yes. to be the game of the week, and it was boring as yeah. shit. 41 to 7. Just great. Yeah. Deshaun, Deshaun was not, not great, but I still am going to pick yeah. the Texans. Yeah. They said that was his first game that he's lost i forget what how they spun I think it was it. something like the loss by that many or whatever it lost was. by one by more than one score no oh, okay yeah something, it, something like that i was he, like holy crap <laughs> I, I was i was looking for that was like my game besides the the cardinals niners game that was like my game of the week to watch yeah. and yeah. i was severely disappointed yeah well they talked about flexing that game right too i'm like yeah never mind never mind not gonna do Thanks. that so, uh right. Buccaneers at Falcons. Falcons have rebounded just a little bit, and all of a sudden they're—I mean, they're three and seven, but they could be zero and ten. So, yes. who, who you got in this matchup uh, of three I went, and seven I went, teams? I'm going I'm to keep riding the. I'm going to keep riding the hot hand. I'm going to go with Atlanta because Jameis Winston is like Oprah Winfrey giving out interceptions, and Atlanta's defense is starting to turn around. So I'm going to go Atlanta. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Atlanta as well. Uh, Broncos at Bills. I'm gonna go the Bills because they're due to fix whatever the hell's been going on with them. So I'm gonna go Buffalo. It's and at the, home and, and the Bron- Denver. And the Broncos yeah. sucks. They're the Broncos. Yeah. Um, the four and six Da Bears are hosting the two and eight Giants. I'm gonna go Bears. Da Bears. Just be. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bears because the Giants <laughs> suck, <laughs> and they may shut down Saquon Barkley. So who knows? That's so, so much. That's so my reason for a lot of my picks. It's like, well, why'd you pick yeah. them? Well, the other team sucks. They suck. They suck. Uh, I t- uh, yeah. I mean, the Bears. Trubisky's been a, just a joke, but I th- he's a I, shit show. I still think that the that's better. Probably yeah. going to win that better than the Giants anyway. And you uh, know who he was drafted in front of, right? Oh yeah, uh, the Bears. Oh, yeah. I Deshaun Watson and no, Lamar Jackson. I, I uh, well, Mahomes. They had a chance at Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. So yeah. I guarantee you that the Bears, the ownership, GM, like all those people, they wake up in the morning every day. Yeah, and they—that's the first thing they think of is we could have had Mahomes. Yeah. Well, that was the year that they traded with the Niners one spot, yeah. and then took he was Trubisky, still, who he the was Niners still didn't there. even need a quarterback. Mahomes was so sitting right there; picks. they could have grabbed him. Yeah. yeah, they gave up draft picks for no reason. Oh, they—they so they, like, they kick themselves right, daily, like they're eating breakfast, so, punching themselves yeah. while they're eating. Stupid, it. stupid, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you're you're dumb. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, right. Steelers going to Cincinnati to play the zero and ten Bengals. <laughs> I'm gonna go Steelers because Cincinnati. Yep, Cincinnati's 0 10. Oh God, yeah, you got to pick the Steelers there as well. That's, I mean, what do you, what can you pause? Yeah, uh, yeah you, the the yeah. the the shit show game. The Dolphins playing the Browns. Uh, oh, I must have missed that one. Where's that one? Did I not write that one down? I went Browns. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, I'll take I Cleveland. Well, no, yeah, Garrett's not playing. I'm gonna go Dolphins. Yeah, he'll be fine. It's in it's in Cleveland, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm It'll be t- fine. I'm taking Miami. It'll be fine. Uh, well, that to Miami's, yeah, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Detroit is going to play the Washington racial slurs. Yeah, I got Detroit. Yeah, I'll take them. I'm going to go Detroit because Washington sucks. There are not a lot of good so. games this week. Good God. No. 
Uh, no. Raiders traveling to New Jersey to play the Jets. I'm going to go Raiders. They're on fire right now. Raiders They're- are, you know, um, Gruden actually looks happy. He's having a good time again. He's, it's, uh, they're they're all of a sudden they're doing great. They have a chance. Yeah, yeah. If the Chiefs would have lost that game, the Raiders would have been in first. Jeez. <laughs> and after the way their season so, started, that's that's nuts. Yeah, oh three um, or whatever it was. Yeah. Panthers going to New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, I'm taking Saints. That's yeah, it's no. Brainer. I will pick this game later, but you get to pick okay. it now. Seahawks Hawks. at Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, see, I went back and forth just because it's across the it's across the way, but I went Seattle. This was originally, of course, a Sunday night game. It got flexed yeah, out. No, now it's a 10 a.m. game. Yeah, shut up. Um, so who'd you go with? Sorry. I went I went Seattle. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> Jaguars at Tennessee Titans. I went Jacksonville. Just Nick Foles coming back. See what happens. Nick Foles sucks. I'm taking the Titans. Um, All right. Fair enough. That's why you have <laughs> 70 wins and I don't. So it's fine. <laughs> um, Dallas plays the Patriots. I went New England. This is a tough one. Just I thought be, about it. Yeah. yeah uh, I thought about it. Patriots, they have that crazy good defense, but Brady's showing his age for sure. Um, Cowboys, the defense has actually been kind of struggling. The fact that they're 6-4 and four to me is a miracle. Uh, but then you got Dak. He could throw for 5,000 yards this year, which is insane. Yeah. Um, he said he's but, actually in the MVP race yeah. now, which I don't, I'm not buying it. But, but, sorry, uh, Andrew. Yeah, no. Sorry, buddy. Um, I, I too, I'm going to go New England. Uh, here you go. Here's your game. Packers at 49ers. <laughs> so I am assuming that my guys are going to be back and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go Niners and it's not a Homer pick. I just think at home with Kittle, with Burita, with not a mobile quarterback, I think that defense will be able to do more damage than with, uh, with a not a mobile quarterback <laughs> sounds stupid <but> yeah. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> like uh, what do i want to say the opposite of um, that <laughs> yeah i just think i think they'll be putting a lot of pressure on, on aaron Rodgers, and he's gonna have to get rid of the ball a lot faster than than he wants to which which will play into the defense's hand so i'm gonna go niners for now like i said that one may change so we'll see i am going to pick the packers mainly because i do want to do a homer pick there and i want the <laughs> niners to lose <laughs> Uh, I yeah, I mean that's that. a fair point. I mean, come on, I, I want them to lose, that's and right. and, no, on, it's, it's and, and yeah, it'd be different if the Packers were like two and and two right. and eight. Then I would obviously pick the Niners because that you know. Right. But I, well, like Pack- I said, Packers have a chance. My, mine may mine may change too based on like I said my injury report. So if the I'm, Rams, I'm a realistic fan, not a homer fan. So. If the Rams were better, this Monday night game would actually be good. Um, the Ravens going to Lar and playing the Rams. Yeah, I, I took Baltimore because Lamar Jackson's just gonna make him look stupid. Yeah, and I, it's I think and it's uh, what's his name going back to Lar who traded him? Yeah, freaking. I, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna light him up. God, he's a douche. He played for UW and he got kicked off the team. And he, if you if you listen to him, God, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Who's the cornerback that fuck they traded? Uh, Peters. He went to no. Yeah, Marcus Peters. Yeah, Peters. Yeah, yeah. So he was at he was at UW and Coach Peterson kicked him off the team because he was being a douche on the sidelines. And like throwing his helmet and yelling at the coaches, and then so Marcus Peters doesn't even say University of Washington. He says like it's high school or whatever, which I know some teams do, but he does it out of spite. He won't acknowledge where he you went to college him? for three years. No, but he kind of did it to himself. That's true, but it is what it is. But no, I got Baltimore. I think in that one. So I do as well. I don't remember what score I? I don't remember what score I wrote down. So I just did something. I don't remember what it was. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. Baltimore was, I think it was Baltimore big, like 40-something. Yeah, I think I was like 34, 17 or something like that. that, that, I could see that. Something big. So, So that's what I got. Well, buddy, I appreciate you taking some more time and, and joining me on the show. It's it's good to, uh, especially with our NFC rest, NFC West rivalry going on. Um, it's it's good to get your insight, and I thought it was perfect with the Kaepernick thing to to get your your input. So, thank you for oh yeah coming on again. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, it's fun. I like it. I just gotta when I go into bed, my wife's gonna be in there going, Are "You fucking down?" I'm like, "Yep, just now." <laughs> and I gotta get up at four thirty, so it's fine. Oh, see, well, at least it's only eleven thirteen, but we'll let you go to bed. No, no, it was good. I appreciate it. Hey, it was good stuff. No, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Oh wait, I forgot one more thing. All right. All right. There you man. go. There's yeah. my woo. <laughs> That's a good one. Have All a right. good, have a good night, brother. All right. All right. Good night. All right. Bye. All right. So, thank you to Dennis and Dean. Sincerely appreciate them jumping on again and helping me out. So, um, they're awesome. So, I hope you enjoyed them being back on the show. I certainly did. Uh, let's quickly talk about uh, the Seahawks, though, because not only is this a Cowboys podcast and an NFL podcast, but this is certainly a Seahawks podcast, being that I am a Seahawks fan. So we are heading into week 12, and the uh, the Seahawks got flexed out of Sunday night, and they are heading to uh, the Eagles in Philadelphia and it's going to be a 10 a.m. game, so that's a bummer a little bit. I, I certainly was kind of hoping. I like the primetime games; they're fun. Um, if if they lose, I just go to bed when it's over, you know, and and get up the next day. If it's during the day, especially if it's 10 a.m. game, if they play a terrible 10 a.m. game, it ruins the rest of the day because you have the whole rest of the afternoon, and it can totally ruin it. So, do I think that's going to happen? Uh, uh, no, but. The Eagles are five and five. Um, Carson Wentz is not a terrible quarterback, and uh, you know the the Eagles, believe it or not, are actually getting a point and a half. Like they're they're favored by a point and a half in this game, and to me, that's shocking, really and honestly. So, um, Seahawks got a week off, um, you know. After that crazy game in San Francisco, it's a good thing. They needed it and get a little regrouping and we'll see, you know, how it goes. Basically, I, this is one of those, I, they should win really. And honestly, when you look at it, they should win. Um, the, 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 the crazy thing is, is this is a game where if you look at numbers, and you believe that the Seahawks offense is a run first offense, despite, you know, obviously Russell Wilson's putting up crazy good numbers this year, MVP caliber numbers. The Eagles are, are, have a terrible secondary, terrible secondary. They're giving up 254 pass yards a game on average. Um, Seahawks are worse than that, but they, they did better down in San Francisco. But, Running the ball, the Eagles are actually, they only allow 86 yards a game on average. So if if the Seahawks are on there with a plan to, to run first, 
probably not going to work. Probably not going to work. So you're going to be trusting Russell Wilson and the receivers, which again brings up another crazy point. How's Lockett doing? You know, he ends up with a crazy, crazy contusion that actually keeps him in San Francisco an extra two nights just to make sure that they can control the swelling and all that type of stuff. So he's questionable. And then Luke Wilson, your tight end, he's doubtful to play. They don't think he's going to play. Now with Hollister doing amazing at you know at tight end, uh, and hopefully Ed Dixon coming off IR and playing, you feel a little bit better about the tight end position. But what do you do with Lockett? I'm crazy, so, and I think outside the box, and sometimes I go a little bit nuts. Right, I'm not a homer when it comes to my team. I say it like it is. With as bad as the secondary is. The Seahawks should trust in their other receivers, not that they're household names besides DK Metcalf and now Josh Gordon. Those are your two, right? Go ahead and honestly, if I'm the Seahawks, not saying they're going to do this, haven't heard anything, but in thinking about this today, if Tyler Lockett isn't 100%, not maybe if 100%, but if he isn't feeling good and they don't like what they see in practice and they think maybe it might be a good idea for him to to heal that leg up a little bit more, one more week. I think you go ahead and make him inactive. I don't. I think you don't play him. Maybe I'm nuts, but I I, I truly believe that if this is going to be the game, that he sits. Go ahead and sit him. That's okay. Maybe feature. You know they they keep talking about Pete talks about in his press conferences how well you know josh gordon has taken to the playbook and we saw you know he made a couple of of critical catches in that san francisco game go ahead and feature him why not you know make him and dk metcalf steal the show you know make sure you actually throw routes that dk is designed to do but let them steal the show and when you don't you know use more use malik like you know go ahead and 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 then hollister uh, he he's He's filling the hole so nicely that Disley left. You know, Disley is you know was unbelievable when he played, and we were freaking out when he got injured and out for the season. Who's going to fill that void? And Hollister's not exactly the same tight end, but he, <laughs> what a steal he has been basically. And so, with all that going on, and with Russell doing what he does, and only two interceptions, and again. Look at the pass yards allowed per game, 254. That's a lot. I'm okay sitting Lockett. That, I'm not saying that's what they'll do, but I, I'm okay doing it in this game. Save them for the rest of the schedule. Um, Again, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel okay with that. So, But really, that's the two injuries they're really worried about, at least in the current injury report, is Lockett and luke wilson so um carson wentz again he's he's not amazing but he's 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 gonna he's a good quarterback so he he's only you know 500 and so yards below russell he's thrown 16 touchdowns four interceptions um look at what the seahawks secondary has allowed mediocre quarterbacks to be this year 
So Wentz is better than Schaub, and Wentz is better than uh, Winston, and Wentz, Wentz is better than than a lot of the the mediocre quarterbacks out there. He's better than they are. So you, you the the secondary could possibly give up some yards, you know, but stop the run. And I just I I don't know why, but I'm not super worried about this game. If I'm being honest, not super worried. They're five and zero on the road this season. Eagles are three and two at home. Besides the early start, you know that would be the only thing that kind of. But they've had a week off. They're rested. They'll be okay. I just, I'm not necessarily worried about this game. And you know what I love about that? Because normally I am. I'm worried about every game. So to to not be too worried about this one, um, I'm not. With that being said, though, is it a must win? I think at this point in the season with what you all of a sudden have the opportunity to do these next three games, Eagles, Vikings, Rams, the Niners have Packers, Ravens, Saints. They have the harder three games. The hardest team for the Seahawks out of those three is probably going to be the Vikings next week at home in a primetime game. So God, I, all of a sudden they're only a game out of first place in the division, right? And the Niners are about to play three really tough games. Now's the time to pounce. And you got guys like, like Jerry Rice. He's identifying the Seahawks as, as the 49ers biggest threat. Well, no kidding. Same division, but all of a sudden at eight and two with the, you know, beating those Niners, man, you just, you got a shot at doing something crazy here. And what looked like, uh, if you were going to get in, it was going to be wild card or bust. Now all of a sudden you got a chance at a division title, which means a home game. And depending on how you finish this season, possibly a buy a first round buy. I mean, come on, that'd be frigging great. So again, not too worried about this at all. We'll see what the injury uh, situation ends up being. I, I, I'd go ahead and sit. Go ahead and sit. Lock it. It's okay. Don't be worried about it. So hopefully, all the rest of you Seahawk fans are as relaxed as I. Maybe it's because we had a bye week. We didn't have any stress, so I'm ultimately relaxed. And by the time we get to Sunday, Sunday morning, I'll be 18 cups of coffee in by 10, freaking out, getting all stressed out hopefully they start fast. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but, uh, to win, honestly, it's gotta be through the air. Um, doesn't mean they can't run on them, but the the Eagles just don't give up a lot of run yards. So go ahead and, and, and let Russell go, let Russell cook, let him, let Russell do what he's been doing all season long. And he can do it without Tyler for one week. He'll be okay. DK Metcalf's a stud. Josh Gordon, I think uh, he's wanted to be a teammate of him anyway. I think that they've probably already meshed pretty well, and uh, I wouldn't be afraid of of that at all. And I I think Russell has a big game. I honestly do. I think Russell has a huge game and uh, re-cements himself as the MVP favorite right now because right now he's he's second to Lamar and Jackson, in my opinion, and to a lot of people's opinion. So 
uh, have a big game, Russell, and, and, and prove that this is your year for MVP. So, okay. Enough with that. I'll give you my pick for the game in a second. But before we do that, as always, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, we would just love a review. You go in there to your app and you pull up the latest episode and you're listening to us. This episode is going to be over two hours long. Sorry about that. But with it being two hours, you have plenty of time while you're listening to just jump over to our show page there in Apple Podcasts and scroll to the bottom. Pick however many stars you want to give us and then you type out a little review. We would love you forever for doing that. Help us grow. We love all of our listeners. And if you happen to be on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Okay. Let's close this baby out with my pick for this game. Like I said, not too worried, which I really, really like. So, I'm going to go Seahawks win. And because I think Russell has a big day, DK has a big day, Josh Gordon has a big day, Hollister has a big day, Carson doesn't fumble the ball. I'm going to say Seahawks beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think they beat them 42 to 17. I'm going crazy. Why not? Winning. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of winning. And then, and then, after they do that, sit back, relax, watch the afternoon slot, but then get ready for the Niners and the Packers. And we all know who we'll be rooting for. I don't like to root for A.A. Ron that much, but in that game, I'm a gigantic Packers fan. I'm just going to sit there, eat cheese, root for the Packers. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and uh, listening. Thanks again to Dennis from Ohio, Dennis Allstad, uh, and Dean Giles for uh, joining me this week. And uh, until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks.